what time what time did you have your first glass of adult beverage today well I didn't, okay so i didn't have you know my uh my mother-in-law's over here you know she came over here around noon uh, first time in six months or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know and uh you know come on well, yeah well that wasn't my my question wasn't about your mother-in-law <laughs> well yeah so Is it noon then uh <laughs> yeah right or, around or there maybe 11 30 I mean, Kill a pregame. <laughs> yeah, I did have a warm up, but I was just like, "Well, what am I going to do here?" And uh, so I did some uh, World of Warcraft. Okay. I ran Sunken Temple and something else. You know, it's a really weird vibe in there these days. You know, I'll tell you about it later. But uh, yeah, so this, <laughs> so this lady comes over, and I'm just like, whatever. And then they do some gardening, and the wine comes out around three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, well, I better, you know. So, so the time was noon, three. I don't know, eleven, yeah, eleven thirty. Eleven. Okay. Well, I mean, what I did was I pour hundred milliliters of vodka because I may gauge everything except for the last half of the day today. But I gauge everything, and so I put in hundred milliliters, take it, drink it, and then I played a little thing, and then a little later, hundred milliliters. So that's four. That's four shots. Milli, uh, one shot of an uh, ounce and a half is uh, 45 milliliters. So basically 50 milliliters. Every hundred is two shots, okay? okay. Are we on the same page? Yeah, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. following you. Am I going too far into this? Uh, no, and you you're know fine. I, did? I squirted a little bit cinnamon spray in my mouth. And uh, what I did was, what happened was... Uh, what happened was... was her mom started getting hammered. Get hammered, and I'm like, you want some weed spray? Oh. <laughs> that'll, knock, that'll knock her down. <laughs> so, I said, you want some weed spray? And she's like, and I was like, you know, it's cinnamon. It tastes like nothing. You can't even tell it anything. And I'm like, one spray is five milligrams, so just take one spray. She takes two. <laughs> like, okay, I will see you tomorrow. And then I go, come in here. <laughs> Cause that'll knock it down, you know. Take it down, you know. It's like it's like a tear gas. Was she planning on spending the night? I guess. Like. Oh yeah, that was a. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. There's an air mattress and shit. Gotcha. Yeah, I was gonna and, say. You know, it's like they don't want to uh, talk to me. It's like tranquilizing a wild animal, <laughs> you know. Like here, well, it's gonna happen one way or another. Um yeah. It's just that how fast and if I can help it. <laughs> like I'm like, you want me to open this bottle of wine or? <laughs> so, any nap for you today or no nap? No, no, I just started. I mean, technically. What do you? <laughs> what is it what? seven? It's only been <clears throat> six hours of this. <sighs> <laughs> soon as the, as soon as I answered the Skype call, I I knew we were already somewhere in the window. <laughs> like you were, you know. No, I mean, the first two shots are nothing, right? That just gets me to baseline or whatever. <laughs> then the second two, I did feel it, okay? And that was around three. So what is it, seven now? Jesus. <laughs> Saw she better get a pot of coffee, man. But yeah, I had but dinner. <laughs> uh, I had dinner. <laughs> I had some other things. Dinner. Saturday, June 13th, 2020. It's 9.15 p.m. This is show number 541. This is the Vent Chat Show. 
Welcome back, everyone. My name is Turd Hat, Hat, Hat. With me as usual, three, two, Thank you, everyone, for supporting us on Patreon. Uh, you can go to patreon.com and uh, look up VentChat and jump on the Patreon uh, train. Some people up their pledges this week, uh, which is very nice of them to do from over the amount that, you know, like well, normally it's like a five buck thing and some people bumped it up. Uh, thank you for that. <clears throat> it Appreciate was, it. Yeah, it was uh, very kind of you to do. I'm not trying to point out. See, I mean, it's in the same situation where I don't know, you know, I don't want to embarrass people or make them. Well, I've always said that, I mean, I think we should as a rule. Yeah, I don't have a list in front of me, so I'm not going to, I don't have it prepared either way. But I, some people like to not be pointed out. And one place I learned that was uh, a lot of people like to lurk in Twitch chat. And just not say anything, but they just want to be in there and like listen and read the chat. And, uh, so I even read a thing. It's like, Hey, you know, you shouldn't point, you know, you shouldn't name off lurkers or, or like, you know, point attention to them or whatever. Like maybe we could read the whole list of names in the chat room. That's fine. But like, say, don't say like, you know, Hey, uh, Dawson, I see you in there. Why aren't you talking? You know? Like, people sometimes are not into that. And sometimes people want to just do their thing on Patreon and just not, you know, be called well, out. Well, I wouldn't, I'm not sure I would say, why aren't you talking? But I would you say, know what I mean, congrats, you know, thank you for this. Yeah, but I don't know if they want that announced is all. Sometimes people mm-hmm. like to make anonymous donations or, you know, whatever. So I don't know. I don't want to assume that and make someone uncomfortable. <clears throat> uh, Esper says, uh, "Remind people... me, I'd like to talk about that off the air." Say again, okay? Because uh, I, because here's here's a good point. Crusader Esper says, "People can make their Patreon name whatever they want, so they can put their real name or see more butts or whatever if they want." But in my uh, experience, I have a lot of real names, so it also is just me reading someone's real name, yada yada. Which maybe they care about, maybe they don't. So that's they could just say like, "Hey, don't mention my name." But yeah, I but think you're it's nice the, you're, to say, and I think it's nice for other people to hear that uh, you know these people are donating. You're putting the onus on them to opt out of yeah. it. Yeah, is the problem. But they're yeah, and and they could use Patreon for other things. Maybe they not want to create an, another account just for this, and then yeah, yeah. but don't. So, for example, um, I have an email this week from somebody who uses another name, like not their real name. 
and uh at every so often they forget to put their nom de plume their fake name on the email and their real name is attached like as an automatic thing on the bottom i don't go off and like read their normal name i just remember and look up even who it is and then use their whatever name let's be real i mean seriously no one's gonna get in trouble if you say your real name no but uh, we're not doing anything weird, and mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even read something. That's debatable. We wouldn't read your shit if you were, <laughs> uh, like a kid toucher. We'd call the cops. So everyone on here How talking is a, is a decent guy. I mean, there's almost oh, nobody in is, here. Uh, dried up. <laughs> there's almost nobody in our chat room <laughs> that's using a real name. FYI. Uh, and we also got just right now two anonymous cheerers that each cheered a bit. So thank you. I think we all here. kind of stay anonymous because we don't need some weirdo uh, using us, uh, trying to catfish us or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, black. I don't know. We're all a little paranoid about uh, the Internet, and I think uh, rightfully so. But this group of people I trust as much as uh, a lot. And I and a lot of people in this chat room, I know their names. I've been to some of their weddings. I've met them in person. And I trust them as that's, much as yeah. That's not that's got nothing my closest to do with, friends. That's got nothing to do with what I'm talking about, though. Like for example, I believe one of the people that changed their donation was Frack U, and that I don't mind saying. But if there's another guy on there named uh, Steve Jablinski, I don't necessarily want to read Steve Jablinski's name. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's di- it's just different. <clears throat> that includes you, I'll be danged. I'm I would have gone to your wedding. Um. Nova Kano, I met you. BGO, I went to your wedding. Esper, did we meet or did we just? But I know you very Wasn't well. He on the we were on the cruise with him. He was on the cruise, that's right. Yeah. But notice you're calling uh-huh. them all those names and not their real names. I mean, which is just whatever. Yeah. It's totally fine. Who cares? I, you know, who cares about the name name? I don't know about anonymous cheer. What is that? It's somebody cheering anonymously. But yeah, and you know, eventually we'll either meet you or you'll fade up into the whatever. Anyway, to finish this up, uh, thank you. And that's a great example of people for people that, um, subscribe to our Twitch with either just a regular subscription or if you have Amazon Prime, you get a free one every month and you have to, you have to re-up it, but you can come re-up it on us, uh, if you like and cheer bits. And uh, things of that nature. So, this. Did Turd have piss into a canteen? Did Esther shave his sweet face clean? Did Sauce chop a lady in the vagine? Let's talk about what happened this week. I'm just laughing at you because she... Because Andy Dawson uses his whole name, and she's like, "Hi, Andy Dawson." All caps. <laughs> There's others, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, do it. I just don't. I don't like to make that choice for other people. Is all I guess. Uh, and no, and the, the bottom line is, you're gonna get if someone's gonna do a deep dive on you, they're gonna find out. You know. You're in a little kind of dorky podcast thing that's kind of not, that's harmless for 10 years. You know, this is as good as it gets. We could be doing a lot of worse shit. Mm. (laughs) We've had our nights. 
<laughs> oh come on! What are you talking about? Like, like I, I'm here. We're burying a body, or we're not doing anything gnarly. We're pretty good guys. I thought we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, shit. I don't know. We raised a lot of people. Aubrey, Esper too. Uh, what's that other pasty fuck that's uh with a cat? <laughs> A Eldon? little fucking doughy fuck. Yeah. Eldon. Uh, who else? We, we raised a bunch of people, dude. Well, you know, don't come in here talking shit like you think your shit don't stink. Okay. I don't know if they were doing that. Matter of fact, uh, Eldon's got a call later for a, um, event chat secret Santa Christmas in July thing that he's, dude, I'm not, uh, a boomer. Okay. Don't call me a boomer. But is someone doing that? No, not yet. But I'm about to say something that is boomerish. Okay. And this thing where uh you know there's a mixing board and you turn a thing and then you're dancing like you create this music, but all you did was turn it louder. Uh the DJ thing. Uh oh, okay. that's doesn't work for old turd hat. <laughs> I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with that, with the turning of the knobs. And you, and not even you. I saw a guy with 150,000 followers doing it, and I'm like, "What is this? What did he do here? He just mixed two songs together." And Dude, the the original DJs had some amazing talent. That's true. If you're talking about records, okay, that's mm-hmm. what I'm talking uh, about. Yeah, records, yeah. They'd but mark the records, and then they would like loop the 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 hook. No, for sure. And I mean, you know, talk- going from different beats per minute on actual physical records and shit. It's pretty but great. now they're playing a CD, dude, and they turn a thing. They pretend to turn a knob. <laughs> they and would even around. call you a boomer for saying they're playing a CD, frankly, or whatever. They're playing a VHS tape. They <laughs> that <laughs> shit doesn't work. Because most of they're time, not it's doing like anything. <laughs> For the record, Esper says, uh, y'all didn't raise me. I was almost 30 when I started this thing. <laughs> and and Esper, I, do, I remember you on the trip. I was on the... We had breakfast together one morning, and you were playing World of Warcraft, some apps, so full volume. Tring, tring, twang. And I was like, dude, that's kind of, you know, that seems loud for five in the morning. Because we're, me and Esper are early risers. So he's eating, we're both eating the breakfast buffet. But I didn't have the WoW app, you know. I was out of WoW. What? There's not a WoW app, dude. There was something where they could log into their. Uh, they were doing something. Esper, there tell was us. some. Yeah, there a was some. House? Yeah, there was an auction house app. Whatever. Oh, he was playing the companion app for Legion. Okay, so there was a companion app for that expansion, I guess. Hmm. To do mission board stuff. Okay. I thought you were implying, like you were saying, just a straight up like mobile platform play World of Warcraft. No, not a mobile platform, but they could log into their like the auction house, right? Yeah, yeah, and other stuff, I guess. But yeah, uh, which was cool. But you did have it on full blast that morning, just you know, (laughs) seven years ago. (laughs) Yeah, about to say, I'm like, how many years? How many years have you held that? You know, I didn't hold it. I'm sure I told him, but maybe not, because he would remember as good as me. 
Me and Esper have the same type of memory. I remember some shit, but he... His is borderline brain damage. But go ahead. Go ahead with what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you go ahead. Uh, mm. Magnus says, someone get T-Hat some water. He's not going to make it. That's weird. That's what they were saying to Allie's mom earlier. They're like, you should have some water. You know when they uh, someone, when someone says, says that water. to you, you're in trouble. <laughs> it's way too late for anything. To no, say it's to not you. too late. It means like, hey, and then I, and then you. It's really someone saying that. Someone that saying that is. You. They're yeah. saying stop. You, uh, you know, yeah, so. you've had enough. That's what they're saying. Well, it doesn't work here. Sa, who said that on the chair? I'll block him. No, I, I'm saying I'm saying when when someone set, tells you you need you should probably have some water. Oh no, I that agree. means you should you stop. Should They're telling you you should stop. You should also listen uh, to people. They're yeah. your friends. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They. Yes. They are. People are your friends. <laughs> so maybe you should have some water. Is what? Oh, I don't have it. Oh, I do. Oh yeah. Well, Magnus is saying uh, someone get tea hat some water. Oh, it's Magnus. He's a dead man then. Magnus is a good guy. Oh, see, it's just the right amount of seltzer too, because I I seltzed it. That's all in the Patreon. If people oh. want to hear that, you remember doing that? I do. So, but well, that's a teaser for people if they want to hear that. It wasn't. It was, it was sort of your idea to do it that way, but that's all I'll say. Um. I didn't even plan on talking about this, but I feel like uh, we could at least bring it up. Um, Portland is just looking so iffy right now to me, and iffy meaning not happening, because the hotel we were going to stay at has closed until spring of 2021, and the food Mm -hmm. event that we were going to sort of base it around is also canceled completely. So... You know, I'm not making any sort of official proclamation or anything, but uh, I just don't see it. Ha- I I don't see it happening. We're going to reassess it July 1st, I think we said. The first mm. week of July. First week first of July. Of July. Yeah, I don't think week. we have to. Let's just agree that it's off. I, I feel like it makes more sense just to say it that way. It sucks, but we were basically booking out most of that hotel and... Uh, they can't, I mean, I got the email that everyone else got if they book there that they were like, Hey, sorry, but not happening. And they're closed until spring of 2021. So at this point, if we wanted to do it, it would be like a, a whole nother, you know, restart. Like, where would we stay and do what we, you know, this and that. And I don't know. So it, it sucks, but so it feels that way. officially it's canceled. Okay. I mean, let's, let's, you know, how do the other hosts feel about that? Esta and Brent and everybody else? Like, do we want to leave the window open or are we calling it? Well, they weren't like die hard. I think we're all leaning towards, yeah, making that announcement. Yeah. I was leaning that way. I was going to go anyway. Yeah. Based off of everything. I don't feel great about being in a plane. um, Same. For the next whatever. Oh, I'm going to be in a plane before that. But. Uh, I'm not, I think we should just cancel this because big group things are a bad idea. Yeah. And yeah. we got our big group thing is bringing people in from all over the fucking place. 
you know, and having and a bunch, traveling back and then, yeah, having just, us, uh, you know, sweaty hugs and shit all over each other and uh, hot boozy breath breathing into your ear and yelling and screaming and laughing and then firing everyone off on a plane all over the place back to where they came from loaded up with covid and ready to you know pop it off in your city so it just feels bad to do that uh and the and the you know the final straw was when they canceled the hotel cuz that we had spent some time researching and finding the type of place that would be cool and we were all stoked on it and you know and that even took a long time and the event like where to go what's the event and that was a big fucking food event that they canceled so even if we were going to do it it would just be going there and not having that and having to scramble for where we're going to stay and it's just you know I think it's uh, all signs pointed at two not happening. Uh, Eve says, I don't want to go to a meetup unless Victor can give his patented five hugs goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, Victor bowed out and he's got nothing going on. Like he would come. So let's all bow out. You know, I will say that we'll have a better one. The next one will be even better. I promise. 20. 2021 is going to be great. Yeah. We're going to shit. We're going to take deuces on shit. (laughs) I I just wanted to add this. I, we don't necessarily have to wait an entire year either. If things turn around, you know what I mean? Like just cause we're not doing it this March, September, May, you know, we, if, if things are looking good, we could do it sooner and still leave plenty of a window to, you know, get reservations and do all that stuff. So let's not, you know, assume that it's going to be another year, although it could be, but sorry, sauce. I know you're going to say something. No, I was just going to say, well, now that Portland, we picked it and it's gone and we got to pick a new place, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, whatever is up in the air. I mean, if we, if something happens, uh, well, I've always pushed Nashville. I think feel like that's a fun little shit. No, uh, we can do Portland. Then we never, I mean, it's, I was just being funny. Piss people I, off. We want to yeah. go. I mean, I've spent a little bit of time in Nashville, and it is it it, it does seem the the right kind of place too. But I'm not saying no Portland either. Um, but I just feel like I I think we're all on the same page, and it's like why wait two more weeks when we already you know kind of know where yeah. this is headed. <clears throat> Sorry, Brent, were you gonna? No, I was just saying. Uh huh. I mean, it sucks for the people that have booked their vacation days from work and shit. Yeah. So sorry, but. I don't know what Global to do. Global pandemic. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what you know. I don't know what to do about that. I mean, have a nice vacation, but you know, I I wouldn't like Esther was saying, or you, it was Esther was saying. Uh, I'm not. I wouldn't want to hop on a plane right now. You know, as a matter of fact, um, I have a cousin who passed away, and he passed away f- quite a while ago now. I want to say over a month ago, and it was not COVID related, but um, he still hasn't had a funeral. And they're going to have a funeral for him July 11th and it's in Idaho and they are allowed to have, you know, they're like on a much more step down, uh, quarantine thing. Like they can actually have people go to a funeral, like not 10 people, but I guess by then, however many you want. And I Mm -hmm. don't think I'm going to that just cause I don't want to get on a plane. Uh, and I would love to go to that, but it just, you know, when's that? July 11th. So about you a know, month. 11th is, yeah, but you know, there are 
spreading people out in the planes. So you're going to actually have room. Dude, it's not about, I don't want to get into this whole COVID thing, you know, for the whole show, but you're locked in a cylinder with everyone blowing the same air all over. It's just, you know, it doesn't work for me and everyone can make their own decision, but I'm not, I'm not doing that. It seems like the, you couldn't even design a thing worse to be in for like an extended period. And I also heard that they were, they were rolling planes at 50% capacity, which is not that spread out. Not really. No. And well, these airlines have been caught like, uh, trying to like one of them, they, they bashed them and then they reversed their policy. They were trying to make you buy the middle seat for an extra, like 50 bucks. Like, Hey, we'll, uh, not jam someone right next to you if you want to give us another $50. And then I can't remember, you know, that. Wouldn't you pay that? Yeah, but dude, they're not supposed to be doing it in the first place. Like, they're making you pay to be safe. They're supposed to be the ones keeping you safe. They don't, it's a private company. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You can choose to go. And if you want to go somewhere, go ahead. But I don't, I don't think I want to do that. It's not time for me, you know? Understood. And, uh, same thing with the restaurants outside. Sure. Inside? I don't think so. You know, I'm not down. And they're talking about opening up some, like, inside restaurant shit, I don't know, around here in the next couple weeks. But it just all goes into the, you know, you're all just getting recirculated air from yourselves. And it's blowing, you know, blowing your air right around you. Outside is different. I'm curious to see the second wave. Or, you know. Well, I hope I I don't want to see I don't either, bro. I'll be bummed if there's a second wave. Alternator says you're going to get it eventually. Well, I'm hoping that we can push it out till uh, a vaccine or whatever. I mean, I've just got, you know, there's, I don't want people that I know. I don't want like my mom to get it, you know, et cetera. Like people that are a higher risk. Well, realistically, you know? we're talking about your mom, right? Well, other people, dude. Like, um, what about El Chorzone? What about SRPL? What about, you know, anyone no, in the community? I mean, as far as you go. Uh, yeah, but that's just like the closest person to me I can think of, but I don't want to get it to give it to other people that are high risk that I may come in contact with. Like if my work opens up, you know, to what we were used to be doing, I'm going in and out of places all day and I don't like that. I'm going to try and push to try and get, you know, that limited as much as possible, but it's just everybody, dude, you got to have empathy for other people. Uh, regardless of if it's someone close to you or not. I and, do, but you have to have empathy for me. I'm not telling you what to do. You do whatever you want. I'm saying I'm not going to those places. Yeah. But I you mean, have to see how perception's different a little bit. Uh, Like I said, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about myself. Even if I, Even if I get it, I can't fuck anyone up. Well, you... How about your mother-in-law? How about, you know, I don't well, know. You she's just have over to think here, about dude. It. I didn't fucking, that's her jam. I okay. Mean, she that's to. her fault. Well, uh, and they are, I mean, she's, you know, I, I agree know, with you. She's doing certain. what she wants to do. I'm just saying, I, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, for, for myself, I'm making my own choices and, uh, I'm just, you know, I, it isn't really for me that big of a sacrifice other than, I mean, Go, not going on our Portland thing sucks, but that seems like it was not even a choice. It's, it's just what's going to happen. No, like, and I agree with that. But know. not big sacrifice for you is different for other people. 
Well, I'm not going to a funeral that I would normally go to. Uh, that well, that does sound like a. That's kind of like a you know for you that's hitter. for you that sucks, but for me it's not something that sucks. It's my family, and I love them, and I would want to be there. You I just don't think it's it. yeah. Well, I would look forward to seeing them, and I I feel bad because it's someone that I am I know very well, and it would be nice to be able to go, um, but I don't think it's prudent. So that's again my choice. It is your choice, and and part of me thinks maybe that's too far. Okay, but you don't have to make that choice for me. I make that choice for me. You do. So you do whatever you want to do, and I'll. But do you're the same. forced to listen to me <laughs> on this airwave. Oh, I already knew what that. I you know I know you hate that, but I already knew what your answer would be. When I would say that, you would say it's too far because you're looking forward like to immediately going into the gym and going to bars and going to whatever. Like, not necessarily. Know. But when are we going to go to Wences? Not f- me. Not for a long ass time. Like, maybe You've outside. Been there. Maybe outside. Hmm. I've been there. No, I know. No, I mean, uh, you know. I mean, if it was like uh, how it was before this, and I look around that room, not no way. No, let's say we do sit outside. At a that table. I could that I could see as being reasonable. Uh, as a matter of fact, I picked up dinner from Pasta Primavera. You know that place? Yeah. Uh, and there was like one, per, you know, one table. There was other tables, but there was like one table sitting outside. And I was looking at that, going like, "Yeah, I could see that." I used to haze. You remember Dan? Yeah. His girlfriend used to work there, and mm-hmm. I would haze him. I remember that because because she would say. They, all they have is a bunch of boiled noodles and three sauces. Okay, <laughs> she's kind of right. <laughs> a brown sauce, a white sauce, and a red sauce. And then there's all these different boiled noodles. You roll in and order your whatever the fuck you want, and they put those two together, and you're done. And, you know, they don't have a. They're not making shit. Not that you got uh, Jackson there. I, I like pasta, and I want you to put the pasta together for me. But. Fuck pasta primavera. It's I agree. You know why I went there is because uh, it's probably been ten years or more since I've been there, and it was just a place that I haven't gotten takeout from during this whole time, and it was just different. I was like, all right, I'll go down there, and I the food is fine. The prices are kind of jacked for what you're getting, like you said. Uh, it really is kind of like a a three ingredient type of joint. <laughs> You know, no offense, excellent Malcolm, because that's fine. Three ingredients are good. Oh, none taken at all. But look, uh, I taught I taught my kids like uh, you know, look, not a lot of ingredients is good. Like in Fritos, three yeah, ingredients sure. or four maybe. But depends on what it is. It depends on what it is. And the ingredients, the if they're really high, you know, you got you can take three ingredients, and if they're good ingredients and prepare great. It's fucking awesome. You know, you can have some fucking awesome dishes. But like you said, though, if you look up, you can look up this menu and they, you know, there's more than three ingredients, but it's strictly like basically just three or four different kinds of pasta and three or four different kinds of meat. Like you can get chicken, you can get multiplication, whatever. It's not much. And that or salads. And I got a spinach salad and I got a, uh, like a bow tie pasta with chicken and a couple other things in it. And, you know, 
It's nothing. Dude, they got a fifty-five gallon drum of spinach, and they just yeah. plop it, drop it. Three, two things on there. Da da da. Twenty-five bucks all day. It's true. It's true. I mean, my thing was probably and that's how fifteen. Bucks. I mean, Olive Garden worse. I mean, this possibly in Vera, at least it kind of tries. That's a great that, comparison. Know, but Olive Garden is the same. They're just microwaving shit. Pop it out. Seven bucks. You just paid for. Fucking microwave. Fucking I don't think no, no, no. there's dude. a difference there because Pasta Mavera has got like a couple locations. It's not an Olive Garden. They make it. They really do make it, I believe. But it's not fine dining. You know, it's a dressed up Olive Garden or a dressed up like Panera maybe is another one. It's, you know, you're not going in there for like a filet mignon or a, you know, any like there's not a lot going on there. It's pasta and salads and. You get what you get, whatever. Even when I got tonight, I was like, it's okay, but I'm not going back there anytime soon. There's nothing special about it. No, I was hazing Dan fucking 20 years ago about that shit. I don't even know. I remember you going there. I mean, getting this, you know, I remember you and Allie getting like salads and whatever from there. Uh, it's, you know, Easy does it. I've been there once, maybe twice. Well, I can picture. But yes, I love noodle. I like a noodle. Yeah. BGS is five meats served 20 different ways. Sort of like that but i think they've got a salmon but it's not like you would get a steak there or a whatever no that's like me getting a fucking prime rib at bj's it's uh, stupid you're an idiot yeah what'd you say oh sorry no say <laughs> he was trying I was to, to <laughs> oh she's trying to have a muted conversation and he didn't guess what i fucking uh switched to healer on my Man, I'm not a shadow priest anymore, and I ran molten core. Someone was like begging someone to come to molten core, so I just went, and I got two items. So pretty much, I'm a badass raider. Nice. But I'm saving. You know, I'm keeping that guild going <laughs> uh, for the secret. There's going to be a secret launch in about a year and a half, I think. As, as soon as Karazhan comes out, they haven't even. They've actually said they're not going to do that, but. Uh, when Karazhan comes out, I'm going to resurrect a half a dozen to, I'll be back. Uh, to the two dozen people. I will resurrect them from the dead. I will be back. And we will run Karazhan. Uh, with if they, your, with if they get that But going, I will be super powerful at that time. Well, you know what happens when the expansion comes. All of your purples turn to greens. You remember that? No, I don't. I've never seen that. They don't turn that. to greens, but the... The power shift is such that it basically is a complete start over for almost everybody. Well, all I'm saying is I'm building a healer and a tank. Oh, I And see. I'm going to have them ready, like, uh, in a football stance, waiting for the whistle. I hope that happens. I put the and menu for that. And if the whistle happens, I'm going to start calling, uh, uh, you know, calling up the, the big leagues. I put the menu for that place in there just because people were talking, just so they could see. Pasta Primavera. Place. Oh, dude. Look at this wet menu. Look at this one. I got the I got the Mona Lisa. In, under What's the, that font? Under chicken. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I got... You the, get a flight? Uh, spinach. I don't think you can do that in there yet. There's nobody eating inside there. But anyway, it's just it's just kind of a basic bitch restaurant. It is. It's basic bitch shit. But uh, occasionally, that's okay. 
Sure. That was I mean, what we today kidding? was. I, we were McDonald's once once a week or more. I mean, that's what today was. It was like, because uh, I got, uh, that was the other thing I was going to mention. For the first time since all this bullshit started, I actually was able to get a grocery delivery and it's coming tomorrow morning. And so I'm low on groceries, but I didn't want to go grocery shopping. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to fucking pick something up for dinner. And then I got like a shitload of groceries coming tomorrow afternoon. Uh, and I'm like, where do I go? And I was like, not Kobe again, not, you know, this again, not that again. Like, what have I not had? And I'm like, all right, basic bitch, pasta prima. No, I would check that out too. Yeah, there's a couple places like that. Like, I, like I never go to Wise Girls, and I went to Wise Girls during this whole thing, and just it just doubled down on my "fuck this place" attitude. So, is this the right tone for a quick story? Sure. Okay. Well, I was. My dad used to take me to this place called Giovanni's in Berkeley all the time. Uh-huh. They had this weird bread with like some fennel seeds in it or some shit. They would bring out hot. You put butter on it. It tastes delicious. They're in the shape of a triangle. Anyway, we go there a lot. You know, so a couple things happened during my childhood. But one, uh, like a teacher rolled up as our waiter. What do you mean? Like one of your grade school teachers or something? Yeah, like rolled up and as an off season, they were like being a waiter. Hello. Yeah, this and is... it was embarrassing. It's I a... mean, I guess not embarrassing. I mean, it's they're doing their thing, but it sucked because they're an authority figure, kind of. And then, yeah, then no, you it's... do what I say, bitch. Uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. I was going to say it's uncomfortable to see. I remember just being in grade school, like it's uncomfortable to see a grade school teacher just doing real life shit like they're a real person when you're. A kid. Yeah, for sure. Like you see him at a fucking grocery store and you're like, huh? I saw my history teacher te- uh, doing swim lessons, like, way away from the town we were from, and I was like, oh, shit. And they're probably, oh, shit, too. Like, damn it. Uh, yeah. Like, I gotta, you know, I gotta go back to but school. But they have three months off a year. So yeah. it's like, you can chill, or you can try and make a couple bucks. Right. I mean, they don't, they should make more money, and they are in a very important position, but that is the biggest benefit you know, of all time, like you get that whole summer to just fuck around. And I remember a friend of mine that's a teacher and summer would come around and they would be rolling around like, uh, bebopping with sunglasses on, you know? And I'm like, I got to go to work tomorrow, bitch. Like I, you know, and they're just like, la la la. Like, oh, I've got the next three months to do whatever. Like, fuck. Yeah. They do figure out eventually that that doesn't work that great. I mean, any teacher I know is usually working. But, yes, is it fun as fuck for a couple of years? I bet it is. And people will be jealous. I worked through college, like, in the summers. You know, I've never had three months off since I was, even in high school, I worked. Like, I, I the only time I ever had that much time off ever was in grade school, I think kind of crazy did you guys i want to pull you guys back in here uh esther brent sauce did you guys mm-hmm. when did you guys start working like when you're growing up uh, 16 14 16 i got to work as a caddy before the the rules were a little different so you didn't have to be as old to do that um actually i take that back 13 
I was like, I would uh, umpire Little League baseball games in the summer. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So I guess that that would count as my first employment, but I wasn't paying taxes and shit. I mean, that didn't come until 16. Yeah. I was mowing lawns and shit, like, you know, high school, early high school before I could work, work. Uh, I still remember getting babysitting. I never did that. Fucking babysitters club. (laughs) (laughs) I did all that too. My, uh, my stepmom ran a daycare. I got our house growing up and I would help on the weekends to semester cash. Yeah, I remember. Uh, Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, we were not uh, wealthy people, but we, I never had to work really. I mean, I worked for my dad. But he would normally throw us on the, like, you know, file some papers and shit when I was young until <laughs> older. Um, but I remember my first kind of job was a girlfriend I had in college. And they were like, I can hire you because I want, I wanted to work, I guess. And I went in super hungover and they wanted me to wash <laughs> dishes at an Indian food place. And I was like <laughs> splashing water on my face every 10 minutes, like trying to. I couldn't deal, and they didn't have me back. They weren't, yeah. I still remember, um, to this day, I was just so pissed. Like, I want to say it was like summer of of eighth grade, maybe. And I was looking at, you know, this is, you know, let's have a fun summer type shit. And I remember getting roped in somehow to mowing these old people's lawn. And I basically got voluntold, like, you're not going to say no. If you want any money this summer, you know, you're going to have to work for it. Blah, blah, you know, that kind of shit. But it ended up being like more than one lawn, like, you know, how, how that goes. It's like one person's lawn. And then it was like, Oh, and their neighbor and whatever. And it was, it sucked. I hated it. Uh, and they had just a painfully huge lawn and the lady was a bitch. And, (laughs) <laughs> you know, it just sucked. And, but it was kind of like, these are friends of mine and you won't, you know, you know, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you're going to be respectful and da, 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 And they would, you know, they paid me and stuff. But it was just like, I, I couldn't get out of that fast enough. By the end of the summer, I got out of it. But basically, I was starting to work somewhere else or doing something else then. But I was pissed, dude, because it was, I remember it was just summer starting up. And then it was like, you're going to do this. It was only like, you know, one or two days a week I was doing it, but when you didn't never work before, all of a sudden that's coming in, you're like, fuck. And I remember I was getting an allowance before. And it was essentially like, you're, you know, you're going to work and allowance is over. Like, you know, that's, we're done with that. I'm, I've never got allowance. What a much, but I mean, you know, enough to go to yeah. movies or something. That's, that's, yeah, the, that's, that's the shift that happened to me. Like, they would, we would go out as a family and they would purchase stuff or buy stuff, right? But as soon as I wanted to start going out on my own, mm-hmm. that's they, they well, then get a job, basically. Yeah. That's... And the only thing they helped me do was they helped me get my first car. I paid half of it um, from savings and stuff I had. And then they paid the other half and I had to pay them back with my job monies. Yeah. I remember seeing my, I mean, my dad. I remember seeing my buddy, like, sleep over at my buddy's house. It must have been middle school or, like, 6th, 7th, 8th grade, ninth grade. must have been high school, early high school. 
and his and he had spilled some shit on his sweater, and his dad got pissed, and I was there watching, and uh, he's like, "I'll pay you for it." I mean, I'll pay you for the sweater. The kid said that. The kid said that to his dad. That is weird. I thought that was weird, and uh, I don't know. There was some weird shit like that. Like money really doesn't matter. Like ch- if you go to Charlie and say, "Like, will you do this for five bucks?" He'll be like, "No." And I don't think it's great. Uh, I don't know how to instill money value, but uh, he will be like, "No, I don't care." that much about money because i don't have any bills or anything yeah i mean mine was uh, when i i should have said when i said i got an allowance it was i mean i was doing chores around the house and shit and if i didn't do it i didn't get anything and i didn't get a lot but uh i'll I'll tell you i did have a friend through high school whose parents were were well off i wasn't you know i didn't grow up poor but i grew up like middle class i would guess you know before I forget, yeah. that kid that I said said that to his dad. Yeah, his dad was a banker making over three hundred k. This was twenty years ago, right? Like rich. These are richest fucking kids, you know. Yeah, I well, oh. I was I was gonna say the same thing. Like I had um a, a pretty good friend of mine um in high school that it was kind of strange. You know, he was he, his family was rich, like. Still lived pretty, like, upper middle class. Like, they didn't have, like, a mansion or anything crazy, but they had a lot of money, you know, flowing around. And he never worked a day in his life that I knew him through high school. I kind of, you know, lost him after that. And uh, I still look back on that. I still look back on that, and I am happy that I worked. Uh, Yes. Because he would just was thrown in. I don't know how it turned out, but he was going to be thrown into the deep end of the pool you know like when he would have to start working like i still remember working at a pizza place and getting someone that was like my age that i was their boss and they were coming in and i was like okay you're gonna have to you know a total like pizza place type thing like you're, you know okay well you're gonna have to mop the floors and they were like uh mop floors <laughs> like they just had no concept of like working they thought it was just going to be a pizza party all day you know, and then it was like, no, no, you got to clean this, and then you got to do this. They're like, uh, I don't know about that. And I was like, well, you could do that, or you're fired. So you decide what you want to do. And they left. And I just thought, you know, I don't ever want it to be that person. You know, like, yeah, just That's not stressful. know what not know what work is. It just seems really bizarre. Are you talking about the guy that? Went down to Mexico and make a submarine company? No, but I know who you're talking about now. That, I okay. didn't go to school with that guy. That was someone that went to your high school. Okay. But potentially the same thing could apply. I mean, that was another, that was about the level of wealth I'm talking about. Yeah, there was some wealth, brain surgeon type shit, and then the kids are kind of like goof offs. Yeah. Uh, as um. far as I, I don't know. I, I was never super close with them, but I know. Well, my landlord is a guy in my grade. No shit. Whose, parent, whose parents, uh, you know, had a couple bucks mm-hmm. back in the day. Uh, you know, grocery outlet, like his kid, the founders of them knocked out a kid and he went to private school after a couple of years, but he went to elementary school and shit with me. 
Now he's my landlord. <laughs> you know, and That's they great. don't even go direct to me when they're talking. They send uh, the VP or whatever. It's a trip. Anyway, I, I guess the whole point of this was just saying I, I do, I think it's something to appreciate working and understanding value of a dollar and time and, you know, yeah, I don't know. Would I love to, you know, win the lottery right now and never work again? Absolutely. But I'm glad well, that's I, what everyone wants. You know, I'm glad I got that in high school and whatever to uh-huh. just learn, you know. Same Sauce thing. is the same. Sauce has been raised a worker, right? Your worker bee? Pretty much. Like my dad used to say, we're farmers. You're not going to fall into wealth. Like, we just got to work. And that's, you're going to work. I mean, I don't know. Well, I feel like that's normal. The sooner you accept that, the better. I mean, that's, that's a normal thing. Like... Just makes it easier if it's you do something you like doing. But yeah, that, yeah. Just to grow up not having had any experience uh, other than just being like, you know, given whatever, just doesn't feel doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, that that puts me in a weird spot too. Because I mean, I learned a lot, and uh, you know, my parents they tried like laugh and take credit for like oh we made you the guy you are today that's why you're successful whatever i'm like okay sure a little bit to do with that but that puts me in a weird spot because like i bust my ass and do a lot for my kids so they don't have to worry about it but then it's like like turd had said earlier what do i start teaching them about you know the money and earning it and the right balance of i guess them working for it and me making sure they don't have to work for it right your kids are are young though i mean you know it's not yeah right now it's not the big issue, but when I grow up, I'm already starting to think about it. Like, uh, well, you yeah, should we, know you, your parents wouldn't take credit for your success if well, they were decent. Oh yeah, if they were decent, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you did that sauce, and you know. Uh, I, told, I said no. I'm successful because I don't want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what I'm they, saying. They didn't like that, but. Yeah. Oh, they didn't the like sooner that. You huh? tell your parents to fuck <laughs> off. Because you're born with these people, this family, that think they have some right to tell you what to do because you have the same kind of relatives. Fuck that. You need to fuck those people off quick. If they're, and half the time they're pricks. I mean, who knows a family <laughs> member that's a fucking prick, right? All of us. Yeah, uh, yeah. not an Absolutely. immediate, but yeah after immediate you need not to too know, far off though no not too far and for me too i mean i've told uh, all, half my family to fuck off and it's important to do that because you don't <laughs> have to it's you don't have to live with this shit well you know? yeah i mean everyone's got different family situation i don't have a lot of family members that are pricks like there's a couple i mean i wouldn't even call them you pricks got, I would you just... got disinvited to fucking the holidays well that would be that that would be one, but that is the, not even my, my family just sort of was subjugated. The person that, ah, I don't want to go into it, but you don't have to worry that about, was somebody, telling me about it. That was I'm somebody that, listening. We all got pranks. That would be the one of the people that would be in that realm, but it was more like, 
the what wife about your is aunt a- that's always judging you for all a bunch of shit. You, and it's none of her fucking business. Well, that's the that's the same group of people you're talking about. Okay, I mean, well you got two... a bunch of pricks in your fucking family. No, so like... why do you have to argue it? <laughs> no, I'm. They're not even pricks. It's just uh, like I have complaints about them, but you seem to have like, you know, I'm gonna disown you and I fuck you for the rest of your life, and I don't have that. Then. They booted you out of the Christmas. Dude, holiday. I was there last Christmas too. It happened. It was a thing that happened, but we chose to not go anymore because I just wanted to say a little bit of a <laughs> fuck you, but I just talked to him last week. It's not like I'm like, uh, throwing down a gate and saying like, I will never see you in, in the rest of my life. I think you've got a stronger, you know, issue with that part of your family. Maybe I guess I would, I, I would ask them, I would have family? them come to turn. I would ask them why that happened. I've talked. And you seem I've to, talked about it. to glide over it. No, I talked about it, but I'm not going to talk about it here. Okay. I'm just saying, it seems like you, dude, uh, not to go into like a Star Wars reference, but it seems like you deal in absolutes. Like I've told half my whole family, you know, fuck yourselves. I'll never talk to you again or whatever. And that's just not the same for me. Well, if they're garbage, but the mine aren't. Or- I mean, I've yeah. had arguments with them, but mine, uh, mine aren't either. But mine, mine I mean, I, uh, I get it. I understand what you're saying, and I don't. Do th- have I uh, done that to you? Have I done that to Esta? Have I gone into a blaze of glory with anyone <laughs> that you know of? Like, like burn it all and fucking kill everything? I, don't, I mean, it sounded like you because I remember Just, what happened. I'm with telling your... you, to, I'm asking you to name one that you know of. Because if I was some kind of uh, serial. Uh, burn slash and burn, motherfucker. Then you would know. No, but I remember seeing. You even showed me text messages with your family where that's what it looked like to me. My parents are my. Some of my family is fucked up. Yeah, and that's fine. And they deserve to get no uh, told what's up. I agree. And so I did. And then I would do that with you guys if there was a case where there was an issue. But there, there doesn't seem to be. And I know sauce is fucked up and Esta. Uh, <laughs> I I can see huh? it, I can see the problems you guys don't even know you have. I'm looking at you, uh, but you're still better than most. Th- thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to say in a nice way that uh, I kind of agree with you that you've got some fucked up family stuff. Okay, yeah, but, but I'm that, not trying to say it in a. The point of this is that you maybe not addressing your fucked up family, uh, but I'll, I'll go past it. What I know that I know all of the details, and I'm take like you're taking the incidents that I've mentioned on here, but I'm not mentioning all of the good things either. I'm just telling you that you know this one this thing happened and I didn't like it, but that doesn't mean and, that like and a I lot of perception. You know, you're right. A lot, you know, a lot of good things. Like uh, I talk to that aunt all the time, uh, and sh- you know she's in general, a pretty normal, thoughtful person. Uh, at times, is she overbearing and, like, there's issues? Sure. But it's not, a, like, a, a slash and burn, like, fuck you, bitch. You know, there's none of that. Well, did she go to that holiday where you weren't invited? Yeah, I mean, that was that was an in-law is essentially at the root of all of that. Did they go along with it? Yeah, but if you want to say, would I love to slash and burn the in-law thing? Yes, that I would. Well, listen, uh, Fen, if uh, you said to me, I'm having this thing. We're having a fat fucking party, but <laughs> Esther's not invited. 
I would tell you to fuck right off. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with I you. I would stand up. I appreciate being stood up for. Um, there was a discussion after that, but since uh, before Christmas, when I when we went back, uh, we had there was a that discussion, and for a while we didn't go there, and you know it was sort of like, well, fuck you too, then. That's but, where you went to. Yeah, we go to Reno, Tahoe, whatever. It was a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But we only hear the bad side. You never tell us how it hashed out. It hashed out with a like, um, uh, like, hey, we haven't seen you guys in a long time coming from them. And then there was sort of a, well, you know, it was strange that, you know, the whole story that you already know. And then it was like, well, you guys got to come up for Christmas, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, all right, all right. No, I mean, no, they, no. They took it. They understood it. I don't, dude, I, I really don't want to dig into the, Okay. Uh, this for an hour because it feels like we already have but okay. needless to say it was patched up and um you know it was gotten over with and i think again it's a lot to do with the the people that aren't related to me that are in-laws that are oftentimes hosting it where they live and all that kind of shit so when you say you think that means it hasn't hashed out because i would know what the fuck happened well when we went there this year everything was seemed to be great and we hashed it out sort of internally on our side of the family. And uh, it was understood by both sides. Okay. And that's the thing with I'm just saying humans. it seems uh, like everyone... from what I've seen, when what you showed me, you literally were like napalm fucking dropping bombs and like fuck you for the rest of your life type shit. And it was, well, I, okay. it was brutal. I mean, it was. I am a little more... Uh, pushy when it comes to that. And I agree with you. Some families are more forgiving. Uh, I just don't have time for it. But, uh, okay. I get, I, I get it. You're right. There's, there's, you know, it's not black. It's not always black and white. There's shades of gray in here. Like, you know, it, mine was just sort of a, a snub and not like a direct, like, you know, uh, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. I'll, I'll read it was a little, mine. and I'll say mine was a little passive aggressive. Uh, I'll be the first to say that. Like, there's passive aggressiveness. On, on their end, not your end. Well, it was on what our I, end too. What I feel like is there should be an apology, not from you, from them. There, there was on our end too when we just started, um, declining invites after that. Like, well, what are you supposed to do? Well, that's what Wait we did. to get rejected <laughs> again? It's horrible. It was, and it's, it's hard to say it's, you know, what ended up happening was like, well, we're just going to do our own thing this year. And then we later found out like my aunt went and et cetera, et cetera. And we were the ones that were not going, not, you know, not invited. So that's what, what it, what it was. It all started from this one thing, dude. I mean, it's not your fault. They needed to explain. Yeah. It could have been explained a lot better. And there was like, the sort of patriarch on their side of the family was having some health issues. And so it made sense to me at the time, like, listen, he's having some health problems and he had been in and out of the hospital and a bunch of stuff. So it's like, we're just going to low key it this year and chill and whatever. And then, you know, we come to find out it wasn't like there was a hundred people over there, but there was other family, you know, my, my aunt went, uh, and we didn't, you know, we were sort of opted out kind of thing. Uh, it's anyway, I don't want, you know, it's boring for everybody to hear all this shit, but, uh, Alter well, said real quick, Alter said, my family's amazing, except my middle brother. 
that I work with, and he's great when you're partying with him, but never mix work and family. Uh, well, you kind of have a little taste of that, T Hat. Like you, I don't think you would. You and your dad were a little oil and water working together, no? Working together, we were terrible. Um, it was fifty-fifty whether there was going to be a fight, but <laughs> I mean, you know, like uh, the Tuttle, like the motorcycle yeah. show, yeah, Orange Early County, on, Orange County Choppers, like yeah. But uh, this one, uh, so anyway, but I mean, uh, that was always that way. We were great if we didn't have to work together. We're, you know, good friends. But yeah, I worked with my parents, and uh, we didn't really have any issues. We See, pretty it's, well. It's tough because you don't know. Like, I just had a neighbor ask me if we uh, had work, like if like if we were hiring, and even mm-hmm. if and it was for their kid, and their kids are older, like they're retired and shit, and I know their kids. Um, and even if we did, I would question hiring them because you'd, if I had to fire them, I, you know, yeah, if it goes poorly, it's, right. it's a bad situation. And like in my mind, I didn't really say this then, but in my mind, I was thinking, you know what? I would rather take someone off the street, you know, just meaning like a random person that applies for something. And if I have to fire them, I'm not going to, you know, have any hesitation or have to have an awkward conversation with my neighbors, you know, about like, why did you fire my kid? You know, and all that kind of shit. Like, it's rough. Dude, I had to, I had to fire my best friend. It sucked. We're not best friends anymore. Yeah. Well, turned out we, you mentioned somebody earlier that, uh, we, we hired for a few months and we had to fire him. That's a friend of yours. Yeah. I fired him too. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. Uh, and we I both... didn't fire many people. Yeah. <laughs> we both fired him. <laughs> It's not funny, but it's not well, funny, but it's just, you know, it sucks. Well, one day he was like, it was, I can't remember. It was like 10 p.m. on Sunday night. And he was like, dude, I forgot I have an interview or something. Like, I can't make it tomorrow. And I, and that was the last straw. I was like, dude, just fuck off. I don't fucking, fucking have with you. I was but lucky that he made up shit all the time. My business partner had to do, I mean, he worked in with my business partner in that office. And so I had very little to do with it and I didn't have to fire him. Thank God. I mean, I barely had to fire him. I just told him to fuck off in a text message. Yeah. Well, you were closer friends with him than we were, but, uh, yeah. we knew him. I, I mean, I, you know. and it was my fault that I, that you even hired him. Uh, I mean, I thought he was fine. He's just an alcoholic. He had a drinking problem. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into all of his stuff, but it was a mess. And just the it, exact same thing, like not showing up and whatever. Speaking of that, I'm going to have a shot <laughs> of this Jägermeister that I bought. I bought a tiny ball of Jägermeister. It was a bad time. I've been holding it for like five minutes. It's a bad time to maybe mention it. but uh, What time is it? It is 10.15. What? What's that, dude? My armpit stinks. Ugh. <laughs> well, down the hatch. Did you just do the move where you put your hand in there no. and smelled your hand, or no? My nose. What'd you do? No, it's actually not that bad. <laughs> well, if I'm telling the truth, uh, I um, 
caught a whiff of myself today and took a shower. Uh, and it, I, did I not take a shower Friday? I don't remember what happened. It's hard to remember. These Dude, days. it's just when you're home day after day, day by day by day, <laughs> sometimes you straight up forget, like, who am I getting, you know, what am I doing mm-hmm. here? Like, who am I getting whatever ready for? And I've done it. I've forgotten before. And I was like, ooh. Uh, Alternate says, my brother's kid is my apprentice, and he's he's terrible. Great kid, but the worth, work ethic is bad. Uh, if that's how this generation is, we're fucked. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, uh... Ugh. The work, I don't know. You know, I had a, a guy the other day. I was, we were wearing masks, but we were doing some work, like some high-end glass shit. And someone came out, and they're like, "Man, how do you get these guys? We need more young kids in the fucking trades." Uh, you know, he's talking about like no one, no young kids are joining the trades, mm-hmm. and I'm. It's because I'm working with these two guys that that eat uh, chicken nuggets and shit, but they're both thirty, and I'm like, bro, these guys are thirty, and he's like, <laughs> oh jeez, like yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> they look like they're fucking fifteen though, which is a blessing and a curse, right? Sure. Although, I'll I'll add this: what ends up getting kind of fucked up sometimes is those people that look young or way, you know, like look 15 when they're 30. Then when they hit like 45, 50, they look like something out of like a, like a twilight zone or something like the, the young, but like wrinkles and weird, you know what I'm saying? Like that's how Asian women are. It works they for a while until like they're 60 and then boom. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that that kind of whole thing but yeah i mean sort of like that but i just mean like if you see a guy who looks young you know i've known guys like that and then i don't see him for like 10 or 15 years and then i see him again and they just look kind of effed up like now you look like uh old young you know or young old it's just weird (laughs) young old benjamin button yeah yeah like some weird sort of benjamin button (laughs) situation uh this is kind of out of the blue, but I just was thinking, I, I, I remembered this, but, uh, I watched the show Thursday called, uh, Don't. It was on ABC. And in general, the show was kind of crap. It's like, just basically like you do these challenges and then you get money and it's based around don't, you know, don't do something. But the one that I enjoyed, uh, was, it's one of these summer shows like where they it's kind of like wipe out or any of those shows where they put people through a bunch of shit and you watch them get the get their, you know, knocked into water or whatever, like mm-hmm. one of those kind of shows. Anyway, this one was like um one of the things was uh they put you on a tr- there's four people and they're supposed to be a family. And so three of them stand by and watch and then one person does the thing. And so the one guy uh they ask who is good with hot stuff and this guy's like I'm okay or whatever. They put him on a treadmill. <laughs> And then they put a heat lamp on him, like right behind him, you know, like a heat lamp <laughs> on him. And then they have him eat progressively hotter shit for like about 10 oh, minutes. God. And then 
the ideas don't. And so like they start with, I don't remember what the first thing was, but it was like a, like a regular jalapeno pepper and, uh, you know, a whole one, like seeds and everything. And you have to chomp the whole thing. And then you're walking on the treadmill. And then after you eat it, everything you do, you get like money. Like say you get four grand for eating the jalapeno. And then afterwards he brings out a, an ice cold glass of water and sets it on the table right next to him. And he's like, if you don't drink that water, you get four grand. And so he does it. He doesn't, <laughs> doesn't drink the water and it gets progressively worse until like, see, one of them was, I think the second to the last was, um, real pure wasabi blended up like a, uh, like a guacamole, but it's just pure wasabi. And he's got to eat, I'd probably say like five tablespoons worth of it on like a giant tortilla chip and chew it down. And you could see, dude, like crying, like the te- hot tears and the sweat. And like he was fucked up. And then the last one was a ghost pepper. And he had to eat that. And he did it all. But I was just saying I was pretty entertaining, like watching this guy just basically, but you know, every single thing was like four grand, another four grand, like six grand, 10 grand or whatever to like go through these peppers while he's on this treadmill with a heat lamp on him. So I'm not recommending the show necessarily, but they've had some pretty good shit on there, mm. at least on that, you know, but we've done shit where we watch people eat peppers and stuff. My my son told me a new show that's come on on Netflix called The Floor is Lava. I don't know if you guys have seen oh, the previews for that. I haven't. But it, it looks bad, but it kind of looks like a variation of kind of like Wipeout, but it's like yeah. a giant room with obstacles and all the water is like red, like lava. and you have to get to the other side without falling in or you lo- your team loses or some shit. I like it. But I'm like, it's like, you know, the kids screaming, my kids play like, that game, like make believe all the time. And that was yeah. like a, an adult, an adult game show on Netflix. I'm like, uh, I don't even know. The other one that I thought was good that I watched a couple times now was to tell the truth, which is an old throwback, like to, a, I don't know, like a 1950s game where you have three people out there and they all claim to be something. So like one of them was like, I'm a, I hold the, the current record for most days spent in space and there's three people. And then you have the, you know, like a celebrity panel and they have a certain amount of questions. They try and figure out who's the real person, but they've thrown some fucking twists in it that were badass. Like the last couple of weeks, uh, two weeks ago, one of the early ones was like, I am the, uh, um, disguise person for the, I, I'm a retired disguise person for the FBI or whatever. So it's the person that supposedly, Kind of like the Mission Impossible movies where they make them, they wear a mask and try and fool everybody type deal. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to guess that, like, and you can, you know, you're playing at home. Like, I think it's this person, I think it's that person. So they, they finally guess and, you know, they get, and the person stands up and will a real, you know, so and so stand up. And it's this lady. And so then the show goes on and there's a couple different other ones, you know, who, you know, I'm a professional sword swallower or some stupid shit. And then towards the end, they're trying to guess on like another thing like that. And, uh, they guess this lady and, uh, they're wrong. And she stands up and she fucking pulls the mask off. And it's the FBI lady from earlier in the show that like <laughs> changed her appearance and went again as a fake person. And, uh, I've seen that. I think I've seen that lady in other contexts. Like she did something in front of one of the presidents, which where she was in disguise and they, they had no idea. Dude, it was badass. Like, they threw me on that one. And then the other one on a different week was, uh, one of the rounds was like, I'm an award winning cosplayer 
at cosplay uh, conventions or events or whatever. Like I'm a world, I won the world title or I don't know what it was, but you know what I mean. And it was three people in uh, cosplay. And it was like two chicks and then like a guy in the middle and they're dressed up as different shit. One of them I recognize is like a vaguely World of Warcrafty thing. And then there's another one that I didn't recognize. And there's a guy in the middle and he's got kind of half of his face covered in weird, some sort of weird like spider-ish uh, outfit. And they're asking him questions, whatever. And then I think they even picked the middle guy and the other two, you know, the other, they were wrong. And then the middle guy stands up and pulls the rest of his mask off and it's motherfucking Pee Wee Herman. It's Paul Rubens. <laughs> really? And I was like, yes, that is badass. <laughs> and, and apparently he's been on like, I think they've done it for a couple seasons and he's found a way to sneak in there like at least once a season on every season they've done it. And it's just like, I'm Paul Rubens, you know, in his regular Paul <laughs> Rubens voice. And then, you know, immediately everyone's like, Pee Wee Herman! That was pretty sweet. So that's kind of a fun one, too, because, you know, TV is not great during the summer, especially now. If you're looking for shit. Oh, we did watch uh, the Spike Lee movie, um, The Five Bloods, was it? Yeah. And yeah, then the five uh, bloods. And then we watched Enter the Dragon last night, Turdent, in your honor. How was how, how was it? I mean, it's everything as good that, as it ever was. Yeah, everything I wanted it to be. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> what, how was the first movie? Um, uh, it's a bit you. of a mess. All over the place, dude. All over the place. It's first of all, it's two hours and thirty five minutes long, which is too long. Yeah, and. It never just, de- I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to give you spoilers. I just felt like it never decided what it was trying to be. It was trying to be everything at once. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it tries to tackle a lot of different issues over the course of one movie. Yeah. And the plot like is what? always what, changing. Uh, well, they, let's see, they touch on, uh, you know, Post Vietnam era, uh, veterans and the issues that they have. They touch on racism. They touch on, um, what, what's happened to Vietnam since the, the Vietnam American War. I mean, there's all kinds of shit in there. They lightly touch got, on, uh, got, like the black experience uh, as a Vietnam soldier, but they don't really go that deep into that. Um, and then one of them's a MAGA guy. Oh yeah, one yeah. of them is wearing a MAGA hat the whole time, and they they sort of go into that a little bit with him. Uh, and then you've got like they throw in like a landmine removal organization, like touching on the oh, fact yeah. that there's landmines still in there. I mean, yeah, SD, you watched it too, so you know, jump on in. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it, it tries to tackle so much. So okay, they were a number then. From one to ten, I, up, I like, will. I will refrain. He's got to do a show no, no, about no. it, but I'll give you. I would give it a six. Uh, it's, it's just a. There's some parts that are plotting. There's there's like glimpses of what could have been like a much better movie. I think. Uh, it just needs to decide what it's trying to. I mean, I don't know. It's. The best way I can describe it, and and actually it was funny because after I said this, Reggie said that he felt the same way. It was like 
uh, the Martin Scorsese Netflix movie with De Niro and Pesci and whatever in it, where you could tell like Netflix just said, um, hey, Martin Scorsese, we want you to make a Martin Scorsese movie. And we're not going to have any say or, or any, you know, notes or anything. You do whatever you want. And then he turned out uh, the what was it, the Irishman, which is like a fucking mm-hmm. three hour movie. And it's sort of a Scorsese movie, but it's not up to par and not what it should have been. Because I feel like it would have been a better movie if someone told him like, hey, you made this like an hour too long or, you know, whatever. They did the same thing with Spike Lee. They just handed him the keys to the car and said, you do whatever you want. And he made this movie that's like two hours, 35 minutes. And it's just, he needs someone to tell him, you know, give him some notes to, yeah, I, it could, you know, I don't know. I don't think editing could fix it. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think editing, editing could fix it, but I think if you had started at the screenplay and said like, Hey, you need to make some changes. This looks like it's going to be bad. You know, it could have fixed this. I guess my I'm curious if Exxon Malcolm would have come with that conclusion without you saying it. Oh no, Reggie! Well, you'll, you'll never know. You'll never know. Reggie was the one. I said that Martin Scorsese thing, and Reggie said, "Dude, I was thinking the exact same thing." I just to make it clear, he oh. didn't. Brent didn't say that. <clears throat> if there's anyone I have less in common with than movies than Exxon Malcolm, it's Reggie. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm not mad that I watched it. It was some, you know, it was a new movie, Spike Lee movie. It was, like I said, it's not like it was a complete zero of a flick. It's just, Uh I could have like watched it. And if you didn't tell me it was a Spike Lee movie, I might've never even figured that out. Uh, Well, who's to say he's a good director, dude. I mean, what was that movie? Uh, He's made a couple movies, but I yeah, mean, he's made a lot of movies. <laughs> what what makes you a good director, really? I mean, I don't. Know. I don't know. I mean, I think good directors have a pretty distinctive style. Yeah, I mean, you can pretty much tell. You know, you you know a Scorsese movie whenever you see a Scorsese movie. Are you gonna name? I, the I top could tell three you fucking guys. Yeah, I could tell you. It was a Spike Lee movie just by some of the shit he does with the camera. Yeah, and I was not I mean, perceptive enough to pick that up. I'll be the first to say. Yeah, the fish eye lenses looking, looking straight into the camera whenever they deliver lines and shit. I mean, there are things that uh-huh. make someone a distinctive director, and there's other directors that are are good at framing shots, and you know, some of that's the director of photography, and then. You know, some of them get paired up with great script writers that they do a lot of different movies with, and that helps too. I might have been more perceptive of that if it had not been mixed in with so much, like, just sort of mediocre-feeling filmmaking. Like, it had moments, you know? But there was so much plotting, and, like, not to call out exactly what, but there were moments where all of us pointed out, like, what we... Are what we think is going to happen, and then that happened, you know? Like, mm. oh, watch, this is going to happen now. And maybe we didn't get the timing right, like, exactly the moment when it was going to happen, but there was a lot of telegraph shit, like... Pretty close. Yeah. Is I mean, predictability the measure of a bad movie? Well, it wasn't overall predictability. It's like, we, none of us knew how this was going to end, or or where it was going to go to. If it's too obvious, it feels 
forced or, you know. Without giving you specifics, like there is a character introduced that had a very specific job. And when I heard that, I was like, this person's going to be involved later for this specific reason. Like, there's no reason this person would be in this movie other than to introduce them in a yeah, very ham, ham-handed way. Like, it totally felt shoved in there. Like, why is this happening right now? Why is this person being introduced? <laughs> like, and it's like, well, either one of two things is going to happen. You're, you're throwing me a curveball where you're never going to see this person again. And you know, whatever, or you're clearly putting this person in for a later scene. That's going to involve this particular set of skills that they just announced. And it was the latter. And there was a couple things like that. Like a couple of these moments where it's just like, dude, why would they do this unless they're foreshadowing what's going to happen, you know, later on. And it just was too forced in times. Mm. So, but you still gave it a six, huh? Six. Cause you know what? If it was, if it was non-COVID time, this might be a five. <laughs> no. You should be able to write a movie without COVID. It's just as there's the nothing. It was new. It's like, oh, a new movie that probably would have gone to the theaters but went straight to Netflix. Or maybe it would have always gone straight to Netflix. Bro, what if well, I, I mean, there was still a, I could make a movie. A lot of good stuff in it, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Some good acting. Uh, yeah. Particularly one actor was just like, mm-hmm. it felt like it was just designed for this person to showcase their skills and maybe get nominated for an award, you know, which yeah, also Roy Lindo was yeah, fantastic, which also in a weird way feels a bit forced like toward, you know, I'll, the one thing I did notice is like, we're watching on, um, and you guys can join us any Friday you want. We're watching on, um, discord and it's basically X not Malcolm streams it. And then we have a chat room. We can talk without, using our microphones, just type in there, like what we're thinking. But at one point, X not Malcolm moused over the screen just to check how far along the progress bar was. And I was aghast that there was still like another hour left on this movie. Cause I it was felt sure like it was wrapping up, dude. I'm like, there's gotta be just like five, 10 minutes of this left. And he holds the thing over and we're barely halfway. And I was like, Holy shit. Like, you know, what are they going to do with this extra hour? Uh, it was just too much. There's a lot of things. Uh, they also, for give you another example, dealt with the, um, uh, having a baby with someone in Vietnam and then leaving Vietnam and then they have the kid. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Like I've got your baby, you know, you left and I've got your child. Like that's that another seems one. Like a, that could be a whole movie by itself. That's what dude. I'm saying. Like there was a lot of that. Like, they're trying to get every issue of the Vietnam experience and all of the sort of, I don't want to use the word tropes too much, but a lot of that stuff in that just felt like it but, was forced. Sorry, Esther, go ahead. Tropes, tropes is an okay word to use. I can't yeah. believe you gave it a six. When, it, when it's negative, That's a then it's a cliche. Well, tropes like Esther said, there's parts of it that were great. Uh, okay, six, 60% were great. I would say if that movie was cut down to 60% of what it really was, it would be a much higher number. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they just yeah. dealt with the bloat on it. Well, there were four, four writers for the script, which is kind of a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might be where most of the problem came from, but it's hard. hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was not. Spike Lee's uh, made some great movies. 
like I enjoyed Black Black Klansman quite a bit. Yeah, that's a good movie. And uh, it's just to see him make that and then make this. It's just like, dude, there's just a huge disconnect from the quality level. So that's it on that one. And then Enter the Dragon is Enter the Dragon. And I did catch the part where Jackie Chan is an extra. I'm about 99% sure. Aren't you glad you finally got to watch it? Oh, I've been dying my whole life waiting for someone to recommend that movie to me. And now I got to see it. Yeah, thank you, Turnhill. Yeah. You're welcome. Guy that plays Roper is my favorite in that movie. He's kind of like the Bruce Lee's, I don't want to call him buddy, but they, they sort of team up to bust ass at the end. And uh, his hair system in that movie is just it's a hair system to die for. Like <laughs> 1973 uh, was the year, and his toupee is just every oh yeah 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 just as good <laughs> just as good as you would think it would be in 1973 you know <laughs> like there's a part in his hair but you never see the actual scalp you know what i mean like it's just sort of a soft part like cuz they mm-hmm. you know and uh it's just a weird why would they uh put that guy unless he was sort of famous he like he's just a big white guy. He was in some other stuff around that time. Nothing ever really stuck that well, but he was a, you know, he's a handsome Hollywood kind of sort of B movie actor. Uh he's never really that great, but he was in a bu- you know, a bunch of other shit, like little shit. And uh I don't know. I like I like him in that movie. It's just it's funny cuz like there's a scene on the boat where it's a it's a long shot and there's a bunch of wind and you can just clearly see like his <laughs> under hair is way darker than his like s- somewhat graying toupee and you're just sort of watching it just going like dude that's as good as it gets huh but remember this is it's a Bruce Lee film and it's a big film but it's not necessarily like a high budget picture i mean this is a, probably one of the higher budgets that he was in but they weren't making this is uh, his, you know, this is last movie he died 2 weeks before it came out they weren't making uh, uh, what Avatar or anything, you know. Well, I mean, no. it was less than a million dollars. Yeah, and no, it's nineteen seventy three, but but still, but that's a home run. You get some joy out of that every time. Yeah, it's great. And then you, were, what were you talking about for next week? Um, what is next week? I got the second. One. Uh, uh, the, Okay. <laughs> Are you so you have to show up if you're gonna tell people Mars good use Mars Total Recall. Total, yeah, Next. Total Recall, the original. <laughs> Let's do that, dude. That thing's a, a fucking party. Let, it has been a while since Let's do that. Let's do that implies you will be there. Yeah. I'm trying to be there, but dude, you put it so late. I mean, it's like a I know nine, nine o'clock you know. is insane right. for a movie. It seems uh, so sorry dedicated to get me to keep me out, but whatever. I'm I mean I mean I'm cool if I'm there or not, but I'm trying. But you know, <laughs> I think there was a full slate next week though, wasn't there? Or what were next you week is uh, my name is Dolomite, and then we were talking about uh, King of Staten Island. Yeah, for the second mm-hmm. month. That's too bad. Well, you, it doesn't matter. You wouldn't be there either way. <laughs> I mean, I might, I, you know. You, well, you might yesterday when you your movie was played, but you weren't. 
And you would have tried. You would have just about made it through by this time last night, even. Not quite. It's a lot. Uh, Get your ass to Mars. That's a good suggestion, though. The other one that I threw in the ring was uh, Becky was kind of fun to watch, which is a new movie. People don't realize how good that is and how good most Schwarzenegger movies are, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, they disrespect him. (laughs) Yeah, he's too bad he never did anything with his life. He's sitting in a poorhouse right now. (laughs) uh but becky was the one that has kevin james as like a as like a really bad guy like a like a nazi type guy like a neo-nazi guy and uh it's just fun i always enjoy movies where like a guy that's always played you know paul blart and fucking Uh king of queens show or all that stuff like where they take a guy like that like take a ray romano and turn him into a serial killer and i'm watching that you know what i mean or or whatever, some you know, like a positive person he's, trying to do a dark he's role. Kind of a shitty person in the one movie I saw on HBO. What one I didn't was watch that? It all, though. Who Blart? I heard he's a dick in real life. Bad education, I think. I didn't watch the whole thing. Was that? Oh no, that's not the one where he becomes a wrestler. There's mm, one no. that he becomes like a UFC UFC fighter, <laughs> and Selma Hayek's in it, and it's like the school. You know, the school music program's going to shut down unless we get. You know, $50,000, and then there's like a $50,000 UFC tournament, and he trains for it, and then I think in yeah. the end, in the end, him and Selma Hayek, like, make out or something. You know, it's one of those type of movies. Here comes the boom. Here comes the boom. That's the one I was thinking of. <laughs> That's Kevin James? Or yeah. Ray yeah, Kevin James. Okay. I was talking of Ray Romano. Oh, Ray Romano. Okay. He's uh, kind of, I think he's like a con man type of Okay, I'd like to see that. He's made some strides trying to be I in different. I haven't really watched it, so I don't know what was all going on. But he was in the Big Sick. That was pretty good. Yeah, uh, he had a bit part. He was in also the, in the Irishman. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. A bit part in the Irishman oh. uh, for maybe I don't know ten, fifteen minutes. Which in that movie is a bit part because it was like nine hours long. <laughs> He's actually not a bad actor. No, Night Greg is cool. Oh nine. Oh, I thought you said night. No, he said PP. <laughs> am I right, gamers? How did you think? Oh, right. Okay. I don't know how I got night on that. PP. Am I right, gamers? But hmm. yeah, it's a just the movie night thing is fun. It's like a double feature. You get your snacks or your beverages, and uh, it's got a, t- a start time, allegedly. That sometimes yeah, well they'll hold it up shifts ten minutes, minutes sometimes yeah. if I'm running late or someone's running late. But you kind of are. It feels more like a real movie because you're a little bit on the clock. Like this starts at seven, and I got to be there. We have an intermission. Intermission. Uh, we talk about what do you do? the movie. What are you doing the intermission? You go freshen uh, up, ch- chat for a little bit, mm-hmm. use the bathroom, grab a uh, you know some more snacks or a drink if you want for the second movie. So we talk a it's little. It's like the drive-in. You talk don't just like, end yeah. one movie and then go to the next one. So it's like a little ten minutes to talk before we get started. If you want, you don't have to. And then the movie, no talking. Then ten minutes of chatter and pee break and whatever. Second movie, and then another ten minutes, and then it's uh, off to bed. What a day! 
It's a nice little. Oh, it sounds, it's a nice little Friday. Mm-hmm. Sounds all right. Yeah, I don't know, problem. No, it's fun. And uh, and then of course we can type all through the movie, which you can choose to watch or not look at. It's up to you. But which makes even a bad movie a good right. time. Like when we were watching the Spike Lee movie, not that it's like a one, but uh, you know we were bringing up all these things like, you know, well, it's a six. Yeah. Like I like I said, I I maybe would even hover more towards like a five fiver, but it's in that ballpark. I'm not gonna. It will never be an eight or a nine. It'll never be a two or a three. It's just somewhere in there. I think you'd change it if you knew what your other sixes were. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I always guess what Rob's gonna guess. I'm not a movie reviewer necessarily. I don't know. I. I need more time to stew on it, maybe, because I'm not mad that I watched it, and I feel like that would be what would I would have to be mad that I watched it to make it like a like a four or five. That's that's not necessarily a movie, but yeah, I'm happy I watched it. I would not watch it again. I would not recommend it necessarily. I would just tell someone, you know, if you're a Spike Lee guy and you got to see all the Spike Lee movies, go see it. But it's not near his best work. That's as bad as it gets. I don't fucking review. <clears throat> yeah, but That's it's no not six. a. It's not a one either. It's not. I think That's a six. No is, six. Yeah, I think it is. That's where I give it. Seven is like a passing. Like, you know, that's a C. This is like a D. But it's still decent. Oh, was that Grabber Eves? No, I think just because you said night, whatever. Oh, okay. That was a thing in, in the guild, if you remember. Yes. Somebody would just randomly say night, whatever, and then everybody would tell them good That's night. right, and everyone, yeah. What? They the weren't going. Waltons? I'm not going to they bed. Weren't, they weren't leaving. They weren't but, actually going to bed or anything. They were just, <laughs> it was kind of a burn implying, like, you should just go to bed. Like, good night, you know, so-and-so. And they would be like, oh, good night. And they're like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I didn't have sound on this, but I pulled this because I liked it. Um, there was this story, and you maybe have heard this this week, about uh, a, this guy hid a treasure chest with like a million dollars worth of gold in it in the, uh, oh, yeah. the mountains, and he wrote a poem to have people try and find it. And no one had found it for, I don't know how many years, 20 years, 30 years? It's a long time. And uh, someone found it this week. And they got a million bucks out of it. And the guy's last name is no Fen. shit. The guy's last name is Fen. Uh, it's Forrest Fen. It's eighty nine years old, and he's an antiques collector. Huh. Uh, and he wrote this poem, like how you know, here's you know some clues on how to find this thing, and someone got it. People have died huh. trying to find it too. Like <coughs> like eight people have died, I think. Lots. Seems yeah. like there's there's a couple maybe suspicious deaths. I forget. Oh, like what? That they maybe didn't die doing that, and they're just saying they did. <laughs> like no, they were like in murdered. the area, and they got off, or disappeared, whatever. or something. <laughs> it's just kind of cool that that is real, and that it someone got it. Like mm-hmm. they actually went out there and I, got it. I always kind of thought it was not real. Well, no one so knew. Cool. Sort of. Everybody you know? accused him of like faking it or whatever, but yeah. He insisted, and then he would, every once in a while, he'd be like, nope, it's still there. 
No one's got it. Uh, let's see. He said, or it was said, yeah, he made the announcement on Sunday. It was under a canopy of stars in the lush forested vegetation of the Rocky Mountains and had not moved from the spot where I hit it more than 10 years ago. So it's only about 10 years. Uh, Fenn wrote in his announcement, I do not know the person who found it, but the poem in my book led him to the precise spot. Hmm. Uh, I just thought that was kind of cool. He noted that everybody thought it was up in the Rockies somewhere. Yeah, but that was kind of about as far as they got. He noted, however, that the man was from back east and he had confirmed his discovery by sending Fenn a photograph of his newfound riches. And it was a little treasure chest. Full of gold. And now he's got a million dollars. It's cool also that the guy's 89 and he can mm-hmm. kick off at any time, but someone actually got it before he died. Right. You know? Before he died. Yeah. yeah. Cause then he gets to see, like, he also gets to point out, like, see, it was real, you motherfuckers. <laughs> um, another article I had mentioned that, um, there's a New York City public health sex advice thing. That implied uh, glory holes are kind of a good idea. Like they're they're kind of pro glory holes for during COVID because there's no, you know very little contact. <laughs> it doesn't well, straight doesn't out make... say glory holes, but it says like be inventive, like cut a hole in a thing, and you know it, it implies glory holes. Well, it doesn't not make sense. It works. <laughs> It works a little bit. You say something, Sauce? I think he might be sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. No sleep. <laughs> to Brooklyn. Uh, I got one thing we'll play, and then we'll go to phone calls. Uh, this was actually from... Oh, I wanted to mention also, at least in the show, we were talking about making a donation, a $1,000 donation, and I think we've decided that we're all cool with the ACLU. And so I think that's where we're going to do it. Um, probably I will do that tomorrow. Uh, someone remind me, but this was, um, it reminded me of that because we didn't do a show last week and you guys heard what we put out. If you listen for that. And, um, this actually was from last week. So maybe you've heard about this by now, but this guy, uh, uh, did some things in Florida. The wild ride started at TC's Diner at TNW Flea Market. 23-year-old LaHorace Pickett Jr. allegedly started screaming. He stood on a customer's shoulders and struck an employee. Sean Carruthers says he saw Pickett run out, strip naked, and steal someone's car. Deputies say Pickett then drove a few blocks away to the home of 71-year-old Luciana Rodriguez. He keep racing. <laughs> he lost his mind. I don't know where he eat, where he drinking, and maybe drunk, maybe... I don't know. She says she stayed behind her fence, and he pulled her hair trying to kiss her. Give me a kiss, give me a kiss. She was afraid he would kill her. <laughs> but her dog came to the rescue. My dog saved my life. Your dog saved your life? Yeah, my dog. I just jumping at him. And he's scary and he goes back. Pickett tried to run but was arrested. Deputies found out later he also went to another woman's house. There he's accused of ripping the mailbox out of the ground 
breaking inside the home and damaging the woman's TV. And Pickett was found <laughs> with synthetic marijuana on him, also known as Spice. And right now, his bond is set at a quarter of a million dollars. Reporting live in Pensacola, Cody Long, WKRG News 5. The moral of that story is don't, don't do fake weed. Don't do spice. That's what happens to you when you do that. <laughs> I agree with that. I've never done it, but I've heard bad things. Me too. Mostly on the radio and the internet. He stood on a customer's shoulders at the first place and went off. Then he got down and uh, stripped butt naked and stole a car. And then he went to that poor lady's house and uh, tried to give her give it give her a kiss, like pull her hair from over the fence and try and kiss her. Then went. That's to... how yeah? I ended up on this show. <laughs> you were like, "Give me a kiss," and I was like, "Dude, get give off me!" Kiss, me. give me a kiss, give me a little kiss, give me a kiss, like, okay. give me a little kiss. That's almost yeah, going in no nose territory. Kiss. Uh. Then he went to another lady's house. You think he's going to go in there and be looking for a kiss? No. He busts in her house and then smashes her t- her, her TV. Smashes her t- <laughs> smashes her TV. And then they catch him. That's the way the guy said it. That's why I said it that way. And uh it didn't mention this in the you know, in the audio, but they found his backpack and uh, he had a ninja star in there. <laughs> Only one? Jesus. Yeah, well, a singular ninja star. Because <laughs> that means okay. there's two dead guys out there. <laughs> they come in threes, right? <laughs> I, I always carry three. Yeah. Three would be the minimum. If you cast me with one star, that means there's two dead guys. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of fucking ninja are you if you're rolling around with one ninja star? That's some bullshit right there. <laughs> Three ninjas. <laughs> Found his backpack with a ninja. The guy was on spice. Throwing around ninja if you, stars. If you're on synthetic weed, dude, you better have a ninja stars. Uh, yeah, more than one. <laughs> like you said, maybe there's two other dead people. They're going to have to... You're going to have to dust those other ninja stars for prints. See if they match up. Really, though, in that, like, when they'd say that at the end, like, and he was on synthetic marijuana, it's like the best pro-legalization of marijuana commercial ever. Like, you got motherfuckers, around, you know, in Florida, like, they can't get a hold of weed, so they're on, like, this crazy concoction of chemicals that make them do all this nutty shit. And... You would never find a guy, I'm not saying like maybe on other stuff and weed, but you will never find a guy that just smoked weed and do do all that. They don't have any of that no. in them. I did hear a long thing on the radio or NPR about synthetic weed and how bad it was. I remember sitting in my car listening to it down in the South Bay. I mean, it is, you know, it's targeted. It's gnarly. No one's, I've never seen it. I've never seen I it must- either. And it, yeah, it's one of those things that they they bounce around the rules, making it with chemicals that are technically not illegal. And then if they make one of them illegal, they'll change it up and make it with something mm-hmm. else. You know, a little bit like um, from uh, like what was that bath salts? You know, that aren't really bath salts; they're just some um, collection well, of chemicals. Salvia, dude. 
Well, Salvia is one thing, but Salvia is just so bad that no one, you know, it's like they should they should have make the guy who sells you Salvia at those head shops because it's legal. They should make him read a thing, like read a thing off of a piece of paper, like that just is to talk you out of it. Like that would that should be a requirement. Like I'm required by the state of California to read you this thing before I can sell this. And then they read to you like you will go through all nine layers of hell and uh a demon will come and you know stab knitting needles in your brain and you will slowly melt into the floor and you know read you all this horrific shit to try and talk you. I don't know, maybe that would help. I don't think there's a salvia problem, tell you the truth. That's what I'm saying, because it just is, you know, you'll never do this again. They should just call it that. Just put it in a bag and just call it, you'll never do this twice. <laughs> <laughs> then no one would buy it. You want them to buy it at least once. I, I, I wish someone talked me out of it. Oh, come on. That's what I got you here for, is to fucking <laughs> be like, hey, bro, we should both do salvia. If you don't have good... You have to have bad experiences. You have to have good experiences. I mean, that is just on a next level, like existential crisis, bad experience. <laughs> anyway, I could not. Ne- you Some- know, I can't even imagine. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, we probably just didn't do it right. We probably this there was is, probably this is him, everybody. Here he comes. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, but you know, you're not supposed to fool around with that. That's a magical <laughs> shit from uh, witch witch doctors and shit. And we just fucking. Where was this guy when, before we did it? Well, we disrespected it. So if you respect it, then you go and you can talk to aliens. Dude, I but, think I did do that. I yeah, can't prove I did. Aliens. I did, can't. Yeah, no. Everything. All the people I talked to were bad. <laughs> really bad. I thought that was heading for like a. You know, we could do that again. No, no never. No, but uh, what what sh- you you know you could do is before any kids try drugs. You could come at them with that and say, this is what drugs are like. And then they'd never touch another drug the rest of your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, it doesn't matter what you do, dude. They'll be curious. Yeah, but if that was me as a whatever-year-old kid, and that was my first experience with anything, I would probably, uh, you know. Well, if we had talked to someone that had done it, but we didn't. Well, I, yeah, but you were always try and talk to someone that has done this thing that <laughs> you're going to you? do. Well, always try and talk to them. What fucked me up is that it's just right. You just buy it anywhere, like over the counter. I mean, not anywhere because places just don't sell it because they're not crazy. But you go into any head shop that's selling legal stuff and they've got it like posters and, and pipes. Yeah, they're selling and then over on the side. He's saying, where's the salvia? And then he's got, I got 13 times. Yeah, concentrates. They're different concentrates. Uh, and they, you know, that was like, they won't sell you a marijuana pipe. They'll sell you a water pipe or an herb pipe or whatever. Like, 
tobacco pipe. When, when I was a kid, they'd throw you out if you said They can't bong. even say bong or weed or whatever. Uh, and so then you get this little pouch, and you open it up, and it looks kind of like a weird little tobacco. And uh, there I am, like, how bad can it be? It's legal. Like, it's over the counter, just some dumb thing. Who calls and emails? Shut the fuck up. You ready? DJ's about to sing some shit for you right now. Oh my god. Tell me whenever you're ready. I, you know, I'm not sure the clip I sent you, so fuck it, let's just do it. It's time. standing in front of me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can't even believe that just happened. I can't believe I just had 50 people call me a douche in person. I'm, I'm all of a sudden pregnant. <laughs> I'm here to scare you hey. straight. I am here to scare you straight! Yeah. If anyone has uh, hooked up with Noel, and you know what I'm talking about, uh, you know, most around with her, or uh, or worse, call in or email or text the show nine two five two four six two four two eight. I have not. I just want. I just want to tell you that uh, I, <laughs> I never have, and I never have gotten close to that thing. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a it's a snapper. <laughs> what? But what? I want to know because I know a bunch of you have. Uh, a bunch of you guys listening. So let call in and just be anonymous. You can pretend your voice is something weird, or just email or whatever. Where did that come from? Already. Well, that song, that song. Uh, oh, just because it brought back the memory of being in Vegas and we're all there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's a good answer. I was just kind of curious, like. Well, also all she's throwing things. around, dude. Like a wiffle ball. <laughs> She's throwing it around. <laughs> I mean, she was throwing around like a frisbee. What do you call it? A, a fr- like a like a wolf. 
Playing like cat. She was playing volleyball. People, you know, you didn't even, you said to bump it or set it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but we didn't, to... we didn't spike it. <laughs> Some people did. I think there'd be a bunch of people spiked and I want to know who. Uh, I won't Sorry. name names, but I, you know, I know. I know a couple. And, yeah. and if they don't say anything, that's fine. Thank you, Notebets. Uh, subscribe with Twitch Prime. Seven months. Appreciate you. How you doing, bud? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what people do. They, they bump it. They set it. Uh, they some spike people spike it. it. Some people that's, spike that's, it. It's like an instant pot. Set it. Forget it. Set it and forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's, I don't know if that works. Either. It could be like a soda stream more, like a couple of quick zzz, zzz. A couple Maybe of shots. We'll just take it easy. Okay. Uh, you know. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to bed. Okay, yeah. Good night. I, I try, right, sauce. But I'm just Watch. sitting here, like, standing the screen. What? Thursday. Oh, yeah. Tuesday. I'll be. Oh, Thursday. The mail the world Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. For I'll those be that... waiting with my feet out the door. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm so curious. For those that uh, didn't hear this, because I think we only talked about it in the pre-show, and now we're in the show show, Turdat DM, or we're in all in a, a group DM thread for the host of the show, and he messaged all of us and said, I want your address, and I want your shoe size. And uh, this implies that he's buying us all shoes. And they should be arriving on Thursday, and we're going to see what, you know, what we got. What shoes we got. Uh, like I said, they could be ballerina slippers or those shoes that that have the toes on the front where you put your toes into the toes and it's like a glove for your foot. No, hopefully we can talk about them maybe Thursday or Saturday or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. You get them. yeah, I think we're definitely probably safe for Saturday, but yeah, Thursday if we got them by then. So I'm excited. If someone DMs you and says, give me your address and your shoe size... <laughs> I'm giving it. I mean, not to some rando, but like someone I know. I'm like, yeah. And they just say like, you don't, you can't ask any questions. You're just gonna get, you know, something's coming to your house. You know. Maybe I'm it's, excited. Maybe it's gonna be a pair of classy pumps. You know, I don't know. <laughs> it could be Crocs. It could be Yeezys. Could be anything. Could be a pair of flip flops. And the be... new Yeezy flip flops. Yeah, Yeezy flip-flops. But it's a present. You don't turn down a present. That's a nice thing. Uh, Nopes is about to try some Trader Joe's instant ramen. Sorry, T-Hat. It's, I really don't have a problem with Trader Joe's. I have a problem with, you know, when it's uh, the word Trader Joe's is said a hundred times in a row. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, I like Trader Joe's. I'm a pro Trader Joe. That's five times right there. I'm pro Joe. It's kind of six. Five and a half. So, uh. Eve said you can no. get, you can get nan, non at Trader Joe's. Nan. Dude, I've had, I've nan. had hella non from fucking Trader Joe's. I've had, uh, I, I like eating their chicken salad. I go through different kinds. They got two different kinds. You know, I like the chicken salad. I That's like, good. uh, they have a nice oh. little spicy tahini, tahiti sandwich roll wrap and you dip it in, uh, some white sauce. I like that. I like all of it. I like they got almonds. 
I like that. I like they got cheap scotch. Ten dollar scotch, dude, and it's from Scotland. What are we talking about? <laughs> well, you know what? I don't like when you say it ten times in a row. Uh I think you said it a little too much for me right there. Throw it back. Well, excuse me. Now we now Think I know, of my voice. Now I know how you feel. Milk milk best says the two buck chuck is the best. Okay. That's dumb. <laughs> I get it when I'm there. It's three buck chuck for one. Yeah. And uh and I'm trying uh, to remember you, actually. 100... Is it three ninety nine or is it two ninety nine? I don't even remember anymore. I think they lowered it again, right? They lowered it back to what it where whatever the name the number was, was it two buck chuck? Whatever the number was, it still technically is that now that they lowered it. At least in California. There's some oh. I don't know, two ninety nine. I'll pay four bucks. I'll pay twice that to get some not fucking garbage out, dude. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> We've been through that argument, but agreed to disagree. Yeah. Apology accepted. Yeah. Oh, well, by the way, things are going to change on Thursday. By the way, you know what? Uh, <laughs> wait. <laughs> you remember my uh, my Prego pizza mistake? Mm-hmm. You know what Prego means in Italian? You're welcome. So you're welcome. Okay. <laughs> what? That's what Prego means in Italian. What? You just looked that up and try to use that as some kind of material? Yeah, I just looked it up right now while we're talking. No, well, I'm not doing Prego shit, dude. Okay. You, no one's asking you to. I did. You're okay without hmm. it. You know what everyone can agree on. Yeah, and Nopes says you don't like wine, silly. I do like wine. I'm a wine connoisseur. Silly. <laughs> I like the silly on the end. <laughs> you don't, don't call me silly. You don't like wine, silly. <laughs> Last guy to call me silly is dead. This isn't for okay. you, Ninja silly. Star. There's two guys that call me silly, dude, and that's why I have one Ninja Star left. In my backpack. <laughs> you understand? Here's a uh, Jägermeister cheers for you. Bottoms up. I'll do cheers. Cheers. Mm. Sip of water. Ugh, stingy. Stingy. Yeah, mine's a little bit licorice. I don't know what um, persuaded me to get that today. It's just not something I would get. But anyway, Thurper, one thing that we can always, um, uh, don't mind that. Don't talk about that. One thing we can always agree <laughs> on. I want to buy a game, a cheap game that is not lame. Games that last a long time. It is tough to make this Talking Loogie Gamer. Yes, that was me. Did you get that out of there? Uh-uh. <laughs> I didn't have anything. Just well, me well, trying not to vomit. Oh, okay. Is that... Maybe I need to learn that trick. It doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> it's not helpful. This is from uh, Andrew Dawson. And it's uh, a free game. On your uh, on your personal computer. Oh yeah, I saw I'm talking about this. Ark Survival Evolved, free on PC until June 18th. Yours to keep forever on the Epic Game Store. So Nate, 
I just signed up for it to get it. I haven't downloaded it, but it's in my whatever. I did the thing. That's a big I think name. Sauce and I offended him whenever he sent us a direct message and asked us if we had downloaded it. And I told him I didn't see the appeal on this and, game. And uh, he said, it's free. Appeal that bitch. Well, so, okay. I'm downloading it because I don't want to make my, my friend sad, but I'm probably never going to play it. I've got it locked in where I quote unquote own it on the store. I have not downloaded it yet. Was this one that Eves was playing or is that a different one? Esta? No, that's the one she's been playing it since like beta, like early beta. Okay. Well, maybe I beta try it. Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> You want another one? I'll tell another one with you. Puns. Puns are good there. No, it's his pun. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, the pun wasn't good. But uh, it fits for a value gamer because it's free. You can't, you know, that's as much value as you can get in a game. And it's a mm-hmm. PC game. I mean, it's a what, you know, and if he's been playing if, it for a long time. What if it, you know what's free? I got for you a poke in the eye. I got two of these for you right here. I think Victor has. These are both free. He has. He's not, he's not, uh, what's up? I'm on it. No, Victor had a, an ARC server that he was running for a while. Uh, what do you got for me, fan? You got uh, something for me? One thing in each hand. And I'm looking right at you, and they're free. Couple fingers, middle fingers. Everyone can decide for themselves what it is. <laughs> you threatening to punch them? These aren't arriving Thursday. These are arriving right now, and they're yours. Oh, I don't feel them. It's okay. <laughs> Wiggle them around a little more. Yeah. <laughs> Let me do it again. I don't feel anything. Maybe now no. you'll see them. You see those? I don't see it. Nah. Okay. Just trust me that they're there and they're for you. I won't. <clears throat> uh, nope. says fan check out Space Haven on Steam. It's like FTL kind of. I need to. You need know to play what the I played? Esper sent me. Yeah. Pirate Outlaws. Okay. It sounds like you just planet. made it up. Did you just make that nope. up? Nope. Pirate <laughs> Outlaw. Okay. I've been playing it. It's a card game. You're a pirate. <laughs> and, and an outlaw. He's still making the, he's still making this up. You try and fight other pirates, but also ghosts and skeletons. And outlaws. And then I don't know about the outlaw part. Uh who's an who's an outlaw or who's the police? That's a questionable thing, you know. Uh even with society today, you know, you know, who knows? Uh but with pirates outlaws you know that you're supposed to fight these guys that come against you because they're facing you. Uh, people that are facing in the same direction as you, those are your friends. All right. Mm, okay. That concept, oh. I think I can understand. If you're standing side by side with me, you're my friend. But if you're facing we- me, you're my enemy in this game. Against you because you fight. Uh, and that, and that's the basic outline of it. And, uh, Two plus two is nine. Hey, you know what's funny? Sauce's house. Is he around? He's gone. He's, He's gone. gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How many square feet? Uh, well, all right. 
Yeah, it's 1,500 homo square space. That's what it was. Uh, need to shake that out of my, all that out of my head. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm just, uh, did I put it in the chat room? Yeah, I put the link in the chat room that he gave me. Um, you can choose to download this. You can choose to not. I don't have a rating on it because I've not played it, but sure. Free game. He's been playing it for a while. Seems to like it. I'll take a look. You can't be free. What do I have to lose? Not much. So I will uh, leave you with that and go check out the value gamer, you know? BGO wants to remind us that PSO two is also three, also free. Fantasy Star Online Two is also free. So put that in your value gamer basket. This is from NT, <laughs> NT Arsenal, and it's to you, Turd Hat. All right. It's for you. It's, it's actually directed to me for you, for that way, because it, it says, more, good morning, Fen, <clears throat> which is my name. Oh, so it's for you or for me? Well, it's uh, the salutation is directed <sighs> at me. The body is directed at you, the email. We want to make it clear. So the salutation uh, begins, good morning, Fen. And then the body of the email is, if Turnhat is looking to make mead, two of my close friends started a meadery last year. And uh, I'll put the link in for you. Like cool. so. I think it's, I like that kind of shit. Uh, there's that. QueenCityMeadery.com. And he says, if you scroll down, and you do, I looked, and you have to scroll down quite a ways, and you'll see a picture of some people. And he says, if you scroll down, the guy in the middle and on the right are my close friends. So tell Turd Hat I can get him some starter info on the basics of mead making. NT Arsenal. If I click that, I scroll. You have to scroll a little ways. There's a bunch of stuff. But then you see, eventually there's a... Picture of three people. He knows the guy in the middle and on the right. And there, you can see behind him, they're bored of like different m- meads that they've made. And I'll tell you, get me one of them, uh, blueberry fields forever meads at 13.5% ABV. That sounds delicious. Good mead is pretty good. Yeah, there's a place I went to in Portland, Maine that only served, um, I think it was mead and kombucha, and that was it. And they made everything in-house. Like, they owned a bunch of, you know, uh, whatever. Like, everything they made was just all their own stuff. And uh, it was kind of dope. Very hippie slash hipster. Like, you know... You'd see people rolling in. What's that thing you carry your baby in on the front, like on your chest? Not, it's the, it's the sack or the fucking baby Bjorn. Yeah. There's people rolling in with babies, like in a baby Bjorn. What do you say? Fucking baby Bjorn. I don't know. For emphasis. Oh, okay. Emphasis. 
It was emphasizing. Well, you would see that, you know, some patchouli baby Bjorns and, uh, you know, mom and dad rolling in to well, have a the patchoulis have a wrap. They do like a, they just have like a cloth. They do a thing. I don't know. But the Bjorn is a, you know. If it was just a bear. Bjorn, that would be one thing. But it was a Bjorn and, you know, a lot of other uh, calling cards that would just sort of say, okay, you know, this person's probably cool and they're great, but you kind of get the feeling of their lifestyle <clears throat> in the metery. Uh, which is well, which is cool. I've had a weird, you know, maybe because I ran out of shit to do mm-hmm. with the bees and the greenhouse. And I just kind of finished everything. Mm-hmm. Part of me is like, maybe I should brew beer. Is this a stage of uh, middle-aged white guy? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Esther. I mean, I, I did it. <laughs> that was a quick response. <laughs> I know I so many people that do when it. When I was younger, but I've done it lately, too. So. <clears throat> I did it when I was much younger. I would have a harder time making a list of people that don't do it. That are middle-aged white guys like that list would be the list of people that do it would be way longer than the list of people that don't uh and they all want you to try it and tell you know and tell you how good it is or whatever tell them how good it is what i would feel worse about is not brewing beer because i thought it was something that i'm supposed to do no, do there's there you know it's like anything, uh, just do it because you want to do it. But it I it is funny like how many people I know that brew you know brew beer. It's basically everybody. Yeah. <laughs> do we all just do the same thing and try and figure out shit to do until we're dead? Is that what what are we doing here? <laughs> That's what I kind of <laughs> as soon yeah. as you said the brewing beer thing, I was like, yeah. dude, it's like we're programmed from the Matrix to all start brewing beer at around 40 something at at a certain stage. Like I either got to get a Corvette or I got to get, no, no dude, you're fine. You got a motorcycle. You already covered that. I have a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, You're good. You're good. Well, check that one off. You didn't have a motorcycle in your, you didn't, you didn't have a motorcycle in your twenties. You got a motorcycle with two kids in your what? Late thirties, early forties. Well, 30s. I mean, I, you know, but yeah. Not 30. I mean, maybe like 37 or something. 30 something. And, you know, yes. Was it like, oh, what are you, midlife crisis yet? Yeah. Did it cross my mind? Yeah. So get started on that beer, I guess. Well, what else for is, me, what else can I do? I don't know. You've already, you're looking I dyed for something. My hair. You got a beehive. Yeah. You dyed your hair black, you like honey, white. So you can do the meat. I got you, bees, yeah. You got bees in a greenhouse. You can do cider pretty easily. Motorcycle. Motorcycle. Um, You're checking a lot of bingo boxes off on the white guy <laughs> midlife crisis board. A couple that's not even, you know. Bingo. Not even on here. <laughs> <a> bingo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bingo. Podcast. That's one. You could throw that in there. I don't uh, go around telling people I got a podcast. No. <clears throat> but is that just some weird 
Mm-hmm. Way of of saying I have a podcast. I don't know. You know what's funny no. about our <laughs> podcast? Uh, like every other podcast I know, or not every, but almost all of them, they can't stop telling people about it. I got a podcast. Podcast. And and for the most part, I feel like the uh, us were like, no, 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 no. I don't. Mm-mm. Don't talk about that. I don't openly address that. We do a podcast. <laughs> Dude, I'm about to snap on that one guy from Scotland. Uh, I don't know. I just got to know what he's talking about. Like, what are you doing all day? You, anyone got this? Yeah, anyone, anyone in the... Yeah, you don't. You lost all of us on that one. Oh, okay. Well, to it, what now? Well, there was that guy. Uh, I interacted with him because he said uh, loose. Instead of lose, like twice. And then it turns out he blocked you, fam. Oh, okay. I have been watching his tweets, and like, there's a a day he'll go without saying anything, and then he starts to talk. And when he talks, it's worse than when he's quiet. And I have to (laughs) say something to him. I don't know if I have a choice pretty soon. I've got on such a YOLO of like people blocking me. Like, I just don't care. Like, you, you know, I'm just going to say some shit and you just decide what you want to do about it. You know? Cause before, no, I appreciate people that don't block. There was I, a time I, where I, I was like, questions. there was a time where I was like, you know what? It's just not worth engaging because there's going to be an argument and then maybe he'll block me and that. Whatever. And now it's just like, bro, I got uh, people rioting and uh, protesting in the streets and a global pandemic. And now I'm just going to you know, unleash the hounds. And if you don't like it, shrug shoulders. Like I got, you know, I don't care anymore. There's a bit of that going on with me. To be, to be honest. (laughs) You were going to say, I was going to say it, but I don't watch that show. (laughs) And so I feel like I'm left out of the joke. (laughs) Yes. Eve's. I was going to say it. I, now I catch you watch it. Cause it's not very long. Cause, uh, I don't have an easy access to it. Cause I don't have Hulu. So I gotta, mm-hmm. you know, I gotta find someone to leave it on my doorstep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not gonna get through all of it in a week, though. Oh, you could. Maybe. You could. I also am neck deep on, uh, blasting through See Shits, at least Shits like Creek. It. No, I've seen just enough YouTube stuff to know that I would like it. Okay. Eventually, I will guarantee you I will watch it. Um, right what now I'm that? on, like, season two or three of Shit's Creek going through that and enjoying it. So I've kind of got a thing. I only watched all that Shit's Creek. Yeah, it's a fun show. Fun show. What, yeah. What's this Molly, show Molly talking about now? Uh, Letterkenny. Uh, Letterkenny, yeah. It's on Hulu. Canadian show. It's super looks, Canadian. Looks pretty funny. I mean, You know, I never like kids in the hall either. Fuck kids on the hall. It's not that. Oh, funny. Are you just in a general fuck Canada mood, or what's going down? I, I no, I like Canada. Them. I want them to invade. And actually, I saw that ad. Uh, <laughs> I would pay them to invade us. Pay, I'll pay you. Please. <laughs> but uh, he'll buy you a pair of yeah. shoes, Canada. I don't think some of their comedians are. Well, well dude, but that's it goes with ours. Dude, you know, some dude. of ours are. Jim Carrey's from Canada. You can make a long ass list of Mike Myers is from yeah. Canada. Uh, there's a huge well, John Candy's from Canada. I mean, you can make a giant list 
Dan I'm Aykroyd. I'm not saying, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Dan Aykroyd's questionable for me. And, uh, and, you know, uh, Candy's dead. Yeah, uh, but Jim now you're going to qualify the list. The other guy. Now you're going to qualify the list. The other guy are questionably burned out. Yeah, you're going to qualify uh, the list, but I'm only giving you like four people. If I like Wikipedia it, I probably could name off like 20 well, people you you're like. The, you're the one that's starting to come up with those names. I just, I was yeah, starting to talk about Canada you're going as a on whole. Your, uh, fuck, fuck off Canada comedians. No. Thing. I was just gonna say, hey, let's talk about Canada, or you know, okay. I didn't, I didn't think uh, Kids in the Hall was that great. Poo pooing Letter Kenny based on you not liking Kids in the Hall doesn't make any sense. Is kind of where I'm trying to go with this. Well, you, that's true. Your sense and my sense. They're not very. They're not fun, anything but... alike. Well, it's Canada. That's what I'm saying. Like that's the only. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I give up. You ever had Canadian? You ever had uh, Canadian bacon? Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. I've had it. Well, it's round and it's not that green. It's ham. It's nice. It's nice on, uh, you know. It's like you saying, I, I argue against, uh, ham. You know. <laughs> no, it's you saying you argue for ham. <laughs> okay. You, you know win. What? I actually don't think Turd Hat would like Letter Kenny. He might okay. not. I know what he likes and I don't think he would like that. Okay. First of all, you don't know what I like. You I just mean, you fucked you up telling him. I knew you wouldn't. I knew yeah. you wouldn't like me saying that. You don't that. know. Uh, this is the Kobe Mas- This like. is the Kobe Ashi Maru. Uh, Kobe anyone Ashi likes. But uh, yeah. Okay. I probably wouldn't like some fake ass, fake ass, you know, cake ass show. With, you know. <laughs> Jelly packing. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say because I get yelled at, and no matter what I say <laughs> in this fucking place. <laughs> He gets yelled at. <laughs> Bob and Doug McKenzie, Ryan I mean, Reynolds. Straight people Jack can pack KY jelly. It's not just gay people. Okay. okay all right. Okay. Riku. Ah. I wasn't attacking gay people. All right. Okay. No one's. We're done. You know. We're okay. Uh, I should watch it based on the clips I've seen. I. I think it would be up my alley. That's what I'm going to say. Um, Susan Sprinkle, I apologize because this, she sent me a couple emails, but they all took place between like basically the 13 days that we didn't do a show from Saturday to Saturday. Like, you know, mm-hmm. last week and then this week. So it, she had, um, done, I, I just wanted to mention it because she, she sent me a last email saying like, Hey, never mind. Um, we did it. Uh, and I have to read it this way. All slots have been filled. Okay. So that's what she wrote. Mm. Do you, whatever. Anyway, so she was talking about Venchat Secret Magnet Club. And, uh, originally she wrote, and it was exactly 10 days ago, in these tumultuous times, a hero has arisen. An anonymous philanthropist has emerged from the shadows. I'm seeking the address of six individuals so they can be mailed something from this unknown benefactor. And, uh, it was about Venchat Secret Magnet Club. And then later on, on the 6th, she said there's only two more spots. And then, uh, she emailed me finally and just said, Hey, you know, they're all, they're all gone. But that's Venchat Secret Magnet Club. And it pops up every once in a while because it's secret, but it exists and carries on. And thank you, Susan Sprinkle. I mean, uh, X. Malcolm messes me. He's like, you should get in the Venchat. Discord. And I said, I thought I wasn't there because I was in one called Secret Venture Discord. 
But <laughs> that is not. That, yeah, that is a different one. That's the one we created. Long I, don't know, time ago. I don't know what that is, but that was sitting there, and I was like, well, it seems like a nice place because it's calm. But then I got in this, I got back in that thing. Okay. I saw that. It's good. I really didn't know. I didn't know I wasn't in it. I mean, no one was talking to me anyway. Sometimes people just don't talk to me. <laughs> well, you left, remember, because of the whole tribunal thing. Well, I was mad at Susan and Gladys <laughs> and everyone that over there. Who's in, who's in that town? Indiana? Everyone over there. <laughs> Fuck Indiana. There's a lot of... You're going to run out of spots to fuck pretty soon. You know who's over there? Yeah, Doofus. Okay. What do you guys think of that? Uh, He wears a size 18 shoe. That's the last thing I thought about Doofus, because we were talking about yeah. shoes. He well, likes we, cookies. We know from I'll Be Dang that a big shoe does not mean a big pecker. Okay? Because <laughs> I'll Be Dang has a baby dick. And he has a 14 shoe. <laughs> it's factual. He's six foot six, wears a size 14 shoe, and has a a little tiny penis. Yeah, like a. Well, he's got a baby cocktail wiener. Like a robin's egg in a nest. Cocktail wieners roast him on. <laughs> on, something there's on something there. there there's yeah. something there cocktail wieners <laughs> tell him he's got a tiny dick does that work no that's not work, it. work on that one there's a kernel uh, there little wieners put barbecue sauce on his <laughs> on dick. his dick yeah okay that's getting there <laughs> and heat it up to 112 degrees in a, like uh, a honey sauce and then serve it as hors d'oeuvres family functions. <laughs> <laughs> Poor at, at uh, family that, functions that? for cocktail wieners. They serve his dick. <laughs> Charlotte Chaos is disappointed. She disappointed. <clears throat> Sauce. Uh, oh, he's he went to bed, buddy. He's gone. I think he's still listening. I like him calling out for sauce. <laughs> I said sauce! Uh, this is from Ice Ritter. We strive to be your one trusted news source for all sword-related news and views from around the world. Compelling. Relevant. Important. These are all words I just said. Welcome to This Week in Sword News. So, Ice Rider sent me this, and you guys might have seen this, but this is a guy that, um, during the protests, I guess, got something thrown at his truck, or his car, and then he pulls over, and he gets out of the car, and he is about the right size for, like, Wolverine. You know, he's kind of a shorter guy, and he's graying, and he's got a lot of hair, and he's really got... the Wolverine from comics. Yeah, the Wolverine from comics. That's what I mean. Um, he's like an old man Wolverine, like older than the one from the last movie, but like a full gray haired. And he comes out and he's like, you want to throw shit at my car? Like, you want to throw shit at my car? And he's chasing down a guy 
with this thing on his arm that's not Wolverine claws and not a sword, but it is Wolverine esque, like a re- you know. Oh. You seen that guy? Yes, I know. Okay, I'm gonna put. It, he oh, he said this to me. I'm gonna put it in the. Isn't chat that room. the same guy with a with a bow? No, different guy. Dude, that guy with the bow was not anything like. I'm gonna put the link in here, but I'm also gonna play it because I want to be able to play it for people at home, and you can maybe watch it and then tell me what you think of uh, of this gentleman. But here's the actual link that you can click on and play, and then here's the audio. So he's still in his car. Somebody call the police. He's going to drive past him pretty hard. He's going to stop and get out. And that's pretty much it. I don't even know how to really describe the weapon. It's like a... It's like a strapped up to his forearm, but then it's got like two daggers on either side of his fist that are like kind of those wavy blades and then a couple other things going on. But it's sort of a crazy like, you know, you'd see it on the wall of like some place that sells knives and swords and shit and it would be labeled as like an alien throat slicer or some weird thing. But he bought it and he's wearing it and he's running out chasing people down. Yeah, I don't know what you would call it. It's, uh... Well, his car, when you... You heard his car, dude. There's a huge hole in his muffler, okay? Uh, Anyone doing that, you need to watch out for people that can't maintain their basic necessities. And... Uh, you know, this guy can't. And I don't know why whoever was throwing some shit at his car, but you're going to get something from people that are... If you want to fuck with someone, fuck with someone rich. Uh, you know, not this guy. Not some guy that has nothing to lose. That's what I got out of this guy. It's like um, he's ready to engage in melee attacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, People throw shit at your car or whatever, and there's a lot of people who just be like, I got to get out of here. Like, people, you know, this is heating up. This guy is stopping and getting out and strapping up this, Albie Dan called it a glaive, a hand glaive, maybe? (laughs) He's strapping up this, this, like, uh, there's a, there's a subsection of Reddit that's perfect for shit like this. It's called Mall Ninja. Mall Ninja shit. And it's like a Mall Ninja, you know, people that buy this stuff that, you know, they want to have weird knives and, you know, shit. I don't know. Mm, that's no glaive. <clears throat> I don't know what you call it, but it's something weird. It's not a useful tool. I mean, you could disarm him. That's what a mall ninja weapon is. It's like something to look cool, but in reality, it's like you're, you know, you want to go home and like put it on and just be like, I am bad ass. But look. Uh, normal life is one thing, and then disarming this guy is as another part of life. But you know, no one wants that. 
a normal so person steer away from it. Yeah, a normal person is not going to try and disarm this guy. Like he no. comes running at you with that. Uh, you know, it, this is not Enter the Dragon. Uh, this is not a Bruce Lee movie. This is real life. And a guy comes running at you with this weird arm sword. I mean, if he thing. comes at me, I'm not going to run. I'm going to take him. I got Of course you Because, are. well, no, I, I don't think you run from this guy because he'll stab you in the back, right? Well, he's not chasing anyone. He's just chasing away people. Like, he's not following any one person down. He's just chasing people for about five feet and then turning the other direction and chasing some other people. I'm definitely not saying like he's not in a one on one. He's in a like defending his car situation. Yeah. Which no one's really coming at him anyway. He's just sort of coming out and saying, like, you want to throw shit in my car? Like, let's go. And no one wants to go. I remember this guy. Well. I don't know how he saw me even. But he like cut in front of me and it was a kid, like a younger guy. And I shook my head like, what the fuck? And he saw me and he was shaking his head back at me in the mirror. Like as we're, as we're going into the tunnel, like, oh, oh okay. You're shaking uh, your on, head on the road. Okay. And the guy in the backseat turned around looking at me. Like, so then like I a just double fuck you sort of. Yeah. Like I just locked my stare. Like, what am I, what am I supposed to do? Cause we were kind of in traffic. Well, you remember that um, guy that hit my car in the Caldecott in a glass truck, and I chased no, him. No, I've been looking for that glass truck this whole time, honestly. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I told it on the on the show. I won't tell the whole thing again, but I got bumped by a guy in a glass truck, and it had no name on the side. And I chased him for a good 15 miles on the freeway and then off the freeway, and he eventually did lose me. Um, and Well, he had a number one on the back. Yeah, I was. I, mean, I, I was, always remember it. I had pictures of his license plate and shit, and uh, after I looked at it, it wasn't any, you know, there really was just no- nothing, but the guy bumped me, and then he wouldn't pull over, and when I, he had his window down, and I'm yelling at the guy, like, we gotta pull over, dude, you hit me, and he's doing the face forward, clearly can hear me, but won't respond, and then does the slow window roll up without looking at me, and then he's just like, I'm going, bro, and I'm like, oh, it is on, and not high speed chase, but I was actively speeding and so was he and I was ready to get pulled over for it and say I'm chasing this guy cuz he just did a hit and run and whatever but Yeah, never found him. Have pictures still of the guy in the truck, but you know uh at the end of the day he was probably hurting. Yeah, and also I second guessed myself. I was mad and it was not worth it to me to engage this guy and then what if he's got a gun or you know i don't need i shouldn't have done that even like engaged him i mean he's probably <laughs> thankful that he got out of that i mean and to, to the point where he maybe is making someone else's life better hopefully yeah i just i think about it in a weird way is like i i am oddly happy i did it to at least maybe put a little fear in him to not do that again like yeah he doesn't know that i didn't have a gun or something you know and you just don't, you know, we live in a society. <laughs> you know what I mean? We do. You know, when I, uh, a long time ago, when Bryce, I, Charlie was a one, this guy punched my windshield or punched my side glass when we got an altercation. Uh-huh. And I turned around 
and he took off. And I had a one-year-old in my vaccine, so I just drove back to my mom's and, yeah. and dropped off the kid. But I came the next couple nights waiting for the guy with a gun. Oof. And I didn't, and he, I never saw his car. I even, like, was slowing down cars that were coming up the ramp. You know. But I'm glad that he didn't come back. Yeah. Maybe I you know, we're living him. in a society. <laughs> we're supposed to act in a civilized way. Does anyone ever display the slightest sensitivity over the problems of a fellow individual? No. No. A resounding no. This <clears throat> is the way it is. Albert Dinks is higher PI, but it's just not worth it. Like, at the end of the day, it was just nothing. It was just. No, if I could find out, you tell a cop that license number, they'll I go could, right to it. Yeah. But if there was, like, some sort of serious damage, I, I might have done that. But it, you could, you know, it was really nothing. And, uh, it was not worth pursuing further than I did. So, but I'll tell you, if I see that guy again, I would try and be casual about it, but try and get him to a point where I could have a conversation. I don't know. I maybe shouldn't even talk about that. Oh, me too. <laughs> I would, I will if I see him. I, will I wouldn't him. do I any violence or any weird shit. I just, I, no, I'm I don't, not a violent guy. I don't like that. You, you know, come on. You hit somebody driving and you pull over and you, you know, hit and run is. No. Uh, I got one call from Eldon and then we're to the out to the after show. Um, and this is about the, uh, bonus secret Santa going on. So let me hit that up. Yo, what up, Vent Chat? It's your boy Eldon, aka Westfall Stew. And I am here to announce a special bonus secret Santa Vent Chat Christmas in July gift exchange. This year's a crazy year. Some people have had it really hard. And they could use some cool shit to look forward to because normally this time of year, every week is meetup updates and full speed ahead and the hype train is chugga chugga choo choo, boo choo choo woo, like a blowjob machine at full speed. But that's not the case. So I wanted to do a high effort Eves and Asta level gift exchange for people who really want to try and go the extra mile and make somebody's day, make somebody's fucking month. So you're looking at 20 to $40, making stuff by hand, finding cool shit from where you live, really putting in the time and the effort. And if you don't want to do that, don't join. I won't be joining. One, because I won't fucking be here. But two, because I don't think I am in that spot to really give it my all. So think about it before you enter. Everything you need to know is on the Reddit. And, you know, that's it. What more do you want from me? You think you're better than me? Hmm. So. I don't know what I would make is the problem, but I'm trying to think of something. Now I'm really regretting not following through on that uh, knitting thing. <laughs> oh, you gave up on that? Dude, I gave up on it. it. The reason. Okay. I took it up because I literally wasn't working. And I was like, I'm going to have a lot of time here. And then that changed and I started working from home. And so that sort of filled that knitting gap for me. Not that I, that's an excuse. I could have, you know, I could do it other times. 
but uh i tried it and it is hard i mean it is difficult uh-huh. it's nothing to say that i couldn't try it again but it is hard i also tried it and it is difficult it it's not like it's it is one of those things actually where you watch someone do it and it looks easy and you're like dude you just learned this pattern of like this over this and that and that and it is more than that and it is not easy no it's not it's not nothing is as easy as it looks most things aren't yeah mm. Well, it's it's kind of like watching somebody play an instrument, and you're like, dude, it seems like it's not that hard, but it is hard. I don't know about knitting's not as hard as like being a concert pianist or anything, but it's 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 hard. Well, as, as to knit, knitting a sweater, that's yeah, pretty gnarly, yeah. dude. I know, I mean, but I, I was trying to knit it's... a fucking uh, dish towel, you know, and I didn't get it. <laughs> right. I tried There's, uh, some skill six different times, maybe. And I could never, it was like either too tight or too loose or something was wrong. And I never kind of got it. The guy that got me was the guy that made a sweater of a picture and then went to that area and took a picture of himself there. Wearing the sweater. Like the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> he would make an Eiffel Tower sweater, <laughs> knitting it. Then he would go there wearing it, and someone would take his picture. And he had him all over the world. And I'm talking about the pyramids, the fucking mm. every single fucking thing. He that motherfucker made a sweater. And then when? And I was like, well, god damn it, I can't make one sweater. Yeah, uh, I can't make a square piece of fabric. You know, I just want to make a a, 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 a scarf. Yeah, you know, I would have been thrilled with a scarf. I was making. One I bought a kit. Piece of toilet paper. I bought a kit yeah. to make four dishcloths. That's all I had to do was make four dishcloths, and I can't even get one going. And I'm watching videos and I'm reading books on it, like the instructions, and you know, it was just a shit show. But that I'm pointing back to this. Eldon's uh, doing a. Secret Santa, but the idea is it's twenty to forty bucks, whatever. But uh, the intent is if you can make something, then make something like a little bit of a higher effort thing. And I'm kind of jealous of you right now with your beehive because you could fucking throw some honey in there and you're good, you know. Dude, I don't have any honey yet. It's gonna take How long. long. How long does that take? Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It could take months. It could take years. Well, years. I mean, uh, I mean, it could take a year. Okay. okay. Sure. Uh, they gotta uh, they gotta propagate the bottom. Uh, so I have a five. <laughs> That's what she I have. An eight. <laughs> what? <laughs> Propagate's not right. You're so immature. <laughs> I want to propagate your bottom. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Jesus. I would be mad at Bryce if he made that joke. I would say, hey, Bryce, you know, we just try and work. Uh, let's do a clean show here. Okay. Yeah, no more blue You're material. allegedly an adult. Good Lord. Uh, I just dabbed twice at you. <laughs> you know, I yelled at Bryce the other day because uh, he asked me to go to the drive-in. Uh, what, that whole drive-in situation I was mentioning earlier, mm-hmm. that actually happened. Uh, mm-hmm. where Allie likes 
pawned it off on me. She threw you under the bus saying, like, ask your father, and then makes you be yeah, the guy that she's has like, to say if, no. If he says yes and Charlie says yes, we're good to go. So I have you ever just straight up like said, you know what, bitch? Yes. And then you go back to Allie and just look her right in the eyes and just be like, guess what? We're going. Well, that, well that's where it was, but I didn't like, and then I, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't like this, uh, that you're pawning off the, the making bad guy. you to be the bad guy. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to go, okay. Well, she actually would go. Uh, so I am the bad guy. Kind of. <laughs> But, and so is Chuck. Chuck's the same. Like, he's like, nah, dude, you know, let, you know, me and Charlie are like, let's stay here. But, uh, so Bryce was bummed and he was pouting. And I came in the kitchen and I was yelling, I kind of yelled at him like, Hey, you can't fucking, uh, pout every time we, you know, don't do what you want. I just bought you a goddamn, I bought him a thing. You know, I, I gave I gave him the what for, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that's good, but it was an emotional abuse. But I did it. <clears throat> so I, I laid it on him, and then he didn't talk to me for a day. Ah. And the next the next day, I'm sitting at my computer, and Allie goes off to her friend's thing for the week, for the night. She's not coming back. And Bryce comes up to me after half an hour, and he, and he wants to, he's like, can we talk? He has a talk with me. Wow. He's like, hey, can we have a conversation? Because I didn't like you yelling at me. And I thought you were acting like a bitch. And, uh, well, you know, kind of like this. And then uh, and then I was laughing because of the way he's communicating with me. Because mm-hmm. that's awesome. And then he shook my hand. Like, he's like, <laughs> okay, we're good. And we shook hands. <laughs> and we shook hands. And he went back to his yelling at someone on fucking... Facebook or whatever the fuck it was. But it's weird, you know, little people. He's uh, like more of an adult than you are. In a strange That's way. what I said. Like, I was like, okay. And he's like, are we cool? He even asked me at the end. He's like, we're good? Are we good? And I was like, yes, we're good. Put it here, you know? <laughs> okay. And then Put it here. Here's my hand. Okay. You win. I, I feel like it's clear that you are you and Charlie are, are much more alike on an emotional level than you and Bryce. Not that, you know, that means anything. That's just my opinion. But no, for sure. I will also add that just based on what I know about your kids and how you treat them and all that stuff, I wouldn't use the word spoiled, but they are not lacking for anything. You know, it's not like Bryce is coming up to you with an empty bowl and saying like, please, can I have some more oatmeal, some more gruel, sir? You know, how about no, go, I how about go bench, play dude. with your fucking iPad and your PC and your Xbox and your, you know, you, it's like you got a pretty good kid, you know? Well, I w- there was one problem with the thing. And, I, and at the end, I was like, hey, you know, we didn't plan that fucking going to the uh, spur of the moment drive in. It was spur of the moment. And he's like, dude, we've been talking about that for weeks. And I was like, no, and you can't just fucking schedule shit in your head and then pout about it. And then there was a little. Like he thought he was right, and I thought I was right. So mm. you know, we'll get to that. Uh, when you were talking about relatives that you know you got problems with, I have a relative that does that. That schedules shit in their head, and then a grown ass person. I won't say any more about identifying information, but they will make plans 
that they will be mad that are not kept, but they will not, you know, share those plans with you until, you know, they spring, they'll spring it on you kind of thing, you know? Yeah, dude. No, it's I mean, like, oh, I thought we, it, oh, you know, I thought we could blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, you thought that, but you didn't tell anybody that. And now you're getting mad that we aren't doing that. And that's not right. the way things work, you know? But okay. those are also the ABCs of that person. And so once you know that, it, you know, you, you just sort of take it as like, that's just how they are. Uh, and they have other qualities that are good, you know, but that is an annoyance. And that's been talked about, but it doesn't change it. <laughs> you know, what time is it right now? We're about five to 12. We're about wrapped up. We just need to play the outro and then we'll be out of here. Okay. <clears throat> um, anyway, just to double back, Elden Secret Santa thing, be about it. I need to figure out if I can make something. I think you're fine if you can't. I just think if you can make something, then, you know, you're good. Like, Eve's is locked. Well, if she wants to, she, she would have it on lock. Like, Susan Sprinkle would have it on lock. Me would be unlocked, but I might, I, I want to try and do something. Uh, anyway, outro thing. BF and music. Thanks for listening to The Vent Chat Show. You can reach out to the show by leaving a voicemail at 925-246-CHAT. That's 925-246-2428. Send an email to ventchat at gmail.com or send them some good old-fashioned snail mail to P.O. Box 6654, Concord, California, 94520. You can find the hosts of the show on Twitter. Esta is at ventchat underscore esta. Fen is at Venchat. Turdhat is at Turdhat2. Sauce is at Overdose of Sauce. Brent, aka XNotMalcolm, is at XNotMalcolm. Uh, mm, 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 mm. And uh, a side plug go check out Cinema Chat Podcast for my buddy Brent. Thanks. And uh and Rob and Andy and uh Reggie. Rob peaced out pretty early in the movie, I think, right? In uh No, he left in between the two movies. Oh no, he was okay, what? he was good. Yeah. What's going on with Matt, dude? Uh I don't know. You wanna save that question for the after show so we can get it, get our right. song in quick? Mm-hmm. Um right. and Brent sent this to me and eh, I don't want to use the word voluntold to go get a song, but he was a little told. He was working on it in the pre-show. I think we're, uh, now we got more people here. We're, uh, shifting up, uh, work. Right? Responsibilities. Yeah. Like taking so, a little of the burden off of Ternatural. Anything you want to tell me about this song? Um, I searched the word <laughs> do, soda. Do you remember anything about this song? And um, I found a song with a guy that has the voice of an angel. Mm. So enjoy. This is called Sodas for Pandora. Or maybe that's the band. And the song is Don't Hang Up, I believe. Correct. Okay. Correct. Sometimes it's hard to tell with these gemendos. Like, 
Is that the band name or the song name? So yeah, uh, Sodas for Pandora is the artist. Don't hang up is the song. We'll catch you on the catch you on the flip side of this, and we're out. doesn't get any better than that that's a 10 i mean did i call it or it's a great song it's a great song he 
is pushing so hard to be in that <laughs> octave. Like, he needs to drop down an octave so bad. I've been that doesn't to do make that any myself. sense to me. He needs to drop. He needs to sing in a lower register. He's really trying to sing in a higher register than his voice wants him to do. Like I don't know all the different things, like baritone, tenor, whatever, whatever. But he needs to be one lower than what he's trying for. He's constantly pushing to get to a register that his voice just doesn't want to do. The whole song. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Prego. Prego. I'm not trying to make Prego happen. It's not going to happen. I'm just saying. I looked it up after I had mentioned that because I was like, I know Prego is something in Italian. It doesn't just mean like you're Pregers or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and yeah, that's why I did it. And I was like, dude, I know they wouldn't name that fucking pasta sauce Prego unless it means something in Italian and it means you're welcome. And then it, then I laughed because of the you're welcome thing, like apology accepted type shit. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't make it any better. No, but <laughs> it's, it's actually at least Italian. Like it's something. I'm an idiot and I could have not told anyone, but I felt like I, if you do something that dumb, you need to be called out for it. Kind of. <laughs> and FYI, that pizza ended up in the, gar- another Italian word, the garbaggio today. I don't think that's Italian. You don't think so? Yes, this. <laughs> no. It's definitely Italian. Um, if you go to Italy... It ends, it ends in an in a EO. If you move uh, to Italy, uh, uh, you want to ask your neighbors, what day is Garbaggio Day? So I know when to take out the cans. What day is Garbaggio? What no, day is Garbaggio Day? It's not Romanian, dude. That's all I got. <laughs> that's... <laughs> That's his European accent. That works for everything. I'm going to drink the the rest of this uh, Jägermeister. I got one shot left. Mm. Uh, I'll loop. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not in charge. I've just been doing a podcast for like 30 years. Have a sip of water. Mm. Uh, I don't even remember the question now, but there was a question for X, not Malcolm, that we were going to answer after. No, oh, what was it? Big throw purple. <laughs> Huge. So I hope that. Oh, what's going on with oh. Rob? That's what he asked. Yeah. What's up with Rob? Uh, I don't know. He just kind of decides when he's going to show up. And when he's not. And, uh, you know, sometimes he tells us, sometimes he doesn't. I don't know. He was here this week. He showed up uh, on time for the movie. He did. He showed up on time for the show. He was present during the show. So, I mean, I don't, he, he seems good. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the guy. I mean... You you would have to ask him. And uh, that's, uh, you know, I don't know if you would get a straight answer. Yeah. I know a lot about movies. <laughs> uh, That's true. What is going on with any of us really these days? Like everything's fucking like a flipped over table. 
I know he's ready for movie theaters to open back up. I'll tell you that. Yeah. He's ready to go day one. How? What's your stance on that? Are you going to be back in there day one or, or like try and catch shows with like weird times so you know you won't see people uh, or what do you think? Seems unlikely right now. Mm. Um, definitely not during July. Why, why during mm. July? Just cause not till after uh, that? I or? just, I want, I want to give it time. Yeah. No, I get it. I, I, I don't like, mm. I, I don't feel comfortable doing a lot of stuff right now. Listen, you're, you know, I'm in the same boat as you. I know we got stuff opening up and people can make their own choices and, you know, we'll just kind of see. Of course, you know, I mean, here, here coming up, I guess we're about to see if it's really going to explode again. Yeah. I feel like it's on the horizon if it's going to happen. If it doesn't happen after all the protests, I don't know. That's the thing. It's like no one's rooting for it to happen. I mean, I, I hate it. I, I don't like it when people say like, well, you love this and you, you know, you're hoping oh, it's oh. bad. I, I'm not, I'm absolutely not that way, but I just, you know, the last time we had some like this was a hundred years ago or more than a hundred years ago. And, uh, it's so funny. I mean, I don't want to get into the whole thing, but, uh, in that, you know, the 1918, uh, version of this, the people that were, uh, hard, like impacted the worst were young people, like in their twenties, like they took the brunt of it. And now it's older people that are taking the brunt of it. And it's just sort of like a weird thing. Like how, you know, where would things be different if this was like that? Like people in their twenties are, are just getting wiped out, uh, from it. And like people that are older are, are okay. Like, would the older people just be like, oh, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm just going to do my thing. Like, I'm too, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get fucked up. <clears throat> I just trip on how that even happened. Like, the dichotomy of, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. No, no, it's all fucked up. It's like, who, you know, I mean, it was a different world back then, you know, a hundred years, you know, we were basically just like, no, te- you know, no technology like uh, airplanes what like you know barely maybe you know i don't i might i'm terrible with that i don't even remember if we had anything in 1918 but you know you yeah, got there was uh it was world war one era war. yeah it was like world war one era planes <laughs> uh but you know very basic shit but i guess what i mean is like you've got giant wards full of like 20 year old people that are just getting kicked off by this stuff while older people are like no big whoop. And it was cause they ironically had a better immune system that would overreact to the virus and make them sicker than older people. Uh, which is a weird thing to think about, but, uh, it just trips me out. Like the, what if that was reverse? Like 1918, it was older people and now it was younger people. Like if it was mm-hmm. just blasting through people in their twenties and thirties, how nonchalant would, the, you know, people that are older than that be about the thing versus the younger people. Like, oh my God, I gotta stay at home. Anyway, um, Rob is, uh, really fucked up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, Rob's around and he's doing his thing. It's, uh, it's just the reason I even delved into that is just cause it's like, it's hard to think about where anyone is right now. Like, 
we have so we have tons of listeners that I haven't heard from, and you you mm-hmm. think about them like who doesn't have a job or who is uh you know like fuck I'm you know I lost my business or like oh no I'm doing okay I can work from home like you just it's hard to hard to figure out where people are at so well, that's the other thing he's been in the office like the whole time yeah. I guess I, what I mean is I think I feel like this has got nothing to do with what you said, Turdad. Just sort of spurned this, you know, thought in my head or, or produced it. Like, I feel like it's time, you know, during this time, we got to kind of cut a lot of people extra slack. Uh, or maybe not like announcing what's going on with them, you know, good or bad or whatever. Like, they're just kind of keep playing it close to the vest in terms of like, how this is affecting him. And then we may only hear from them on Saturdays or on, you know, the Tuesday, Thursday show or not at all. And then it's like, what happened to that guy? You know? And the last thing you want to hear is like, you not hazing him, but like, you know, where you been? Like, what are you doing? It's like, dude, my mom died and my sister is this and I lost my business. And then it's like, Oh, so Hmm. weird time to kind of, just be like, hey, you know what? Don't worry about it. What? I And again, I normally don't go into this, but what was kind of a trip is our Patreon in the last two weeks went up from where it was. Or two or three weeks went up. Uh, you're welcome. You're Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Break up. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Oh, Novocano's got no sound now. No sunned. He muted. He doesn't know how to unmute the stream. Look at these pictures of me. Novocano, just go to bed, buddy. He can't hear you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, what am I supposed to tell a, a, a hammer guy? How about refresh the page? Yeah, I don't know. Restart your computer, <laughs> dude. <laughs> no, Volcano's crazy, dude. I've seen a lot of people that kind of hang around here are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Back <laughs> everywhere. It's weird. It is weird. <laughs> S is the only nice one here. He's telling him to check his volume controls and his headphones and shit. The rest of us are just like, yeah, we can talk hella shit now. You can't hear us. He's got potatoes wrapped around. He was in Vegas, dude. Oh, you know. It was. Yep. OG. We had met nobody. Yeah, we really hadn't met nobody before Vegas. Not even Esta or Sauce or anything. Nope. Weird. Very weird. That was weird. That was a fir- like a weird five minutes when we first met in the hotel room after we'd been doing mm-hmm. this show for years. It felt good to me. Oh no, it felt good, mm-hmm. but it was kind of like I I remember I was I felt pretty good, but I was also coming there with another host that I had known and met. You know. Like, Esther had to fly out all that way, and Sauce had to fly out all that way, having never met anybody, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. So, it's a, it's, it's like different. a, you know, you and I went together, uh, 
and they were just like, oh, dude, I'm getting on a plane solo. Yeah, but I mean, we were in the guild for a long time. Yeah, too, yeah. But we'd known each other for five years. Yeah, it was a while. Something like that. Yep. But still, it's like, there's the guy, and there's the other <laughs> guy. What's weird I, is sometimes I still picture you as the person I had in my head before we met. Mm. <laughs> like, in my head, and then if I think about it, then it's like, oh, that, that's not that guy. That's I used to flirt with Eves way back. Not not hard, but just a little, you know, booby flirting. But like way to, even, you know, we're talking 10, we're talking 15 years maybe now. <laughs> Yeah, yes. but you did that with a lot of people. You would do it with Malik. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Everybody. Remember that one chick? Yeah. Which oh, one? Yeah, dude. There was one time I was really just trying to say, like, the new chick came on. She spoke, uh, she was from Aust- Australia or some shit. Mm-hmm. And, I, and uh, like, everyone was shooting the shit with her. It seemed like a, a nice fit. And then, uh, I, I think she was about to walk out, but I said, Hey, and in DM, I was like, Hey, if you want to join the sweatpants club, you know, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) And right then she logged out before I said anything else, you know, so that was the last thing she saw. And I was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) 